Welcome, everybody. Episode 173 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American Will. Corey. Excuse me, I burped. Today's date is November 12th, 2014, <laughs> and today we answer the age-old question, do you duty, bro? Um, little different take on this week's episode, though. Uh, instead of talking about, you know, why we bought a game or whatever, uh, we're going to talk about why we didn't buy a game. Uh, and this is specifically going to rest on Will and Eric, who... You know, are, are the more first-person shooter, multiplayer-oriented players. The resident Call of Duty purchasers. Yeah, you guys uh, every year say you're not going to buy it and then end up buying it. We stuck to our guns this year. Stuck to your guns this year. So we're going to talk about why we didn't, didn't. none of us bought Call of Duty. Me and Corey weren't likely to buy it anyway. Um, I do have some thoughts, though, if that's yeah. am I still allowed to share my thoughts. Of course. Of course. That, I mean, we have our reasons why we, why we don't buy it. So that does play into this whole episode. Um, does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? I played a bird story. As did I. Bird story. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. Talk a little bit about Halo, the Master Chief Collection, and Assassin's Creed Unity, but we're doing an episode next week on those. Yeah, we're going to do a joint episode on AC Unity and so, Master Chief Collection. We'll just give initial thoughts on that. Cause mm-hmm. I've really only played a little bit anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I, I tested out the new PC this week. I played Civ Five, Guild Wars 2. And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. So okay. Will anything to tease? Uh, no, not really. I've only been playing, um, uh, you know, Halo, Master Chief. I didn't play Unity. I played a Bird Story, and I played some older games that I've been uh, talking about, like Call of Duty: World at War, Fantasy Life, and mm-hmm. Dynasty Warriors, and so on and so forth. So excellent, Corey. You said, uh, um, yeah, Bird Story, and then I just played more A Wolf Among Us and more Theater Rhythm. Um, but I also wanted to ask you guys, and maybe I should have said this before we start recording, but does anybody have any big news nibble bits that are worth teasing? No, um, not really. Nothing huge. Gosh. We'll probably talk okay. about some of the Blizzard announcements, right? Yeah. Okay. Somebody's got one that's very huge to me and pissed me right off when I saw it. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, the only thing I have to tease is Bayonetta 2. I finally got around to starting, so <clears throat> nice. I'll be talking about that later. Uh, so let's get into the episode, why we didn't buy Call of Duty this year. Uh, again, Will and Eric every year say they're not going to, but every year they have at least up until this year, right? Yep. Um, you bought, you guys both bought Ghosts, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did. Which a lot of people now are saying is the worst one. Uh. Yeah. I I, I disagree with it, but it wasn't good. Okay. Well, which is the worst one then? I think Modern Warfare Three. They all kind of meld together for me. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know. Ghost was bad though. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. It was just like a such a generic shitty game. Okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't look that good either. No. Right. For a next gen console uh, game. Okay. But go ahead. So yeah, we, we uh what what ended up uh coaxing you guys into into joining the the light side of things and, and not buying it this year. I mean, I guess if you want to say light side of things. With me, it was I decided I wasn't going to get it, and I was staunchly not going to get it. But when Zombies got announced, I was like, eh, maybe. And one of my favorite game types for multiplayer is back, which is War. It's under a different name. 
Uh, so I was like, maybe, you know, I thought about it, and Target was by having the buy two, get one free. So I was like, I'll just get, you know, the two games that I wanted to get, which were Bayonetta and um, Assassin's Creed Unity, and I'd just get Advanced Warfare for free so I wouldn't spend money on it. But the thing that deterred me from that was the paywall behind the zombies for the yeah. DLC. So immediately I was like, they're not getting any of my that money. That was the final nail in the coffin for me, too. We should talk about that. Uh, normally, what what is a season pass? $25, $30? For other games. Yeah, for other games. I think Destiny's was 40 Am yeah. I right? Uh-huh. Uh, was it 40 35 or 40 I think, I think it was I wanna 40 say, I want to say it was 35 Okay. But either uh, way. But the, the season pass for all the map packs. And, you know, this is before we even know what's in it. Fifty dollars for a season pass for for Advanced Warfare, which apparently is the the norm for Call of Duty games. I I don't know because I never buy them. I don't remember ever hearing that before though. I think last year, I think for Ghosts, if that had a season pass, I think I read somewhere that that was fifty bucks. Okay, yeah, it, it is thirty five for Destiny. It by is thirty five. Okay, um, it's forty if you buy it separate. Yeah, you buy the two uh, DLC packs separately. So yeah, anyway, for Call of Duty, it's fifty bucks mm-hmm. and. To hide zombies behind that is such a bunch of shit when it's already been included in two of their other games. Yeah. Yeah, the the company that usually does zombies is Treyarch, and they're the next Call of Duty, but... When they yeah, leaked. this one was Sledgehammer. This one's Sledgehammer, and this one got le- like the zombies got leaked. I don't know how it got leaked if it was somebody, but I feel like it was like one of those internal leaks where like let's just kind of put this out yeah. there. I kind of got that Let feeling. It slip. Yeah, so like everybody's like, oh, zombies, and then when I heard that the you know the you have to get a DLC to be able to play it, I was like, definitely not. I, yeah, you're probably right. They were probably trying to bait people like me who are apt to just go fucking buy it like an idiot. <laughs> Oh, it's got zombies. Well, that would have maybe pushed me over the edge if I hadn't heard about the DLC wall. It didn't come out until a little bit later, right? That, right. that it was behind the $50 yeah, season pass. There were rumors <laughs> saying that it may be you know, included in the season pass and not on just the, the game disc. And, uh, Which I really... thought was stupid when I heard that rumor. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. That just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, it really does. But other than the zombie thing... Um, I've just been burned by Call of Duty so many times now by just being the same old shit. And it, I, it's like action movies for me. They don't do anything for me, really. Yeah, It's really got to do something different to stand out. Yeah, I like like I went to the movies last night and I saw a trailer for two action movies. And one of them was the Fast and the Furious, like, 75 or whatever they're on now. And another action movie. I'm like... Who the fuck goes and sees this shit? Yeah. And that's where I'm at with Call of Duty. Who the fuck goes and buys this shit? Every single everybody. year. And But everybody does, and I I usually do, so I can't really say too much about that. But it just got to a point for me where it's just like, there's there's other games out now. Assassin's Creed. There's a Halo, lot. You're getting Far Cry next week. Uh, Destiny's out for a shooter. There's other options, mm-hmm. and I, I just feel like they rehash everything so much, even with the the updated shit. And I haven't played it, so I can't really comment on this year's version. Like, yeah. obviously, we I didn't buy it, but it seems to be like positive, really reviewed. People it people has. seem to be liking it, but there's still like matchmaking issues. Is there? Uh, there was a lot of multiplayer lag. I've Is heard. there? Yeah, figures. Um, they were they were working on patches and stuff for. I hadn't it. heard that. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's standard. Which is standard fare, also horrible. No, it's, it that's it's, bullshit. It well, it didn't. I don't feel like it used to be a standard thing. No, it definitely no. wasn't. I don't remember having that many issues with. No, I just other mean other Call of Duties coming out coming out of the gate. No, yeah, with I Call dis- of I disagree. Yeah, I don't remember really? really having too many issues playing day one. 
Yeah, there was a multiplayer. I don't know that it was a huge deal, but it was enough of a deal for for some of the gaming news outlets to cover the the multiplayer lag that people people were having. So that's another reason. Yeah, now, Corey, you said you had some some thoughts on it. What what did you want to you know put um, it, put your two cents in for? Yeah. So the long and the short of it for me is you know why didn't I buy Call of Duty? And and for me the answer is I I never buy it. So yeah, you know, this, this this is was going to be no different, but. Uh, my answer is just it's that the the formula simply is not for me yeah. um and it never really has been but you also got to consider it's essentially two different games and two different conversations in the you know single player and multiplayer um i've always really liked the single player campaigns yeah. i've always you know as short as they are and you know you can play complain all you want about that but i've always had a good time playing them mm-hmm. um granted i've never bought the game to play the campaign uh that might have something to do with it as well um, but yeah, I mean, it's just pretty much what you guys were talking about. Like it, it doesn't change. So why would this time be any different? Um, although to be fair, from what I read this from the, I think I read three or four reviews. Um, they all kind of agreed that this one is trying to be more different mm-hmm. in, uh, in a few different ways, but, uh, it's still, you know, not going to change anybody's mind about call of duty. Right. Um, and just some of the ways it changed was this, with the sci-fi tech stuff, uh, the exosuit. Changes things quite a bit. Uh, all the cloaking devices, um, and and what I was reading most about it is that it changes movement, which you know can really change it's, the game it, up. It, it's oh, like Titanfall. Time. Yeah, it, instead yeah. of it being more like you know flat surfaces and battling that way, like a lot more aerial yeah. and yep. uh, higher ground it, fighting. Yeah, it adds a whole like new vertical element. And the IGN reviewer uh, I read was mentioning specifically capture the flag and how it's just it's so different now because the attacker can grab the flag and then blast 40 feet up into the air yeah uh which which is is pretty different uh and from that same review i'll just read a little snippet here he says my first hours were filled with satisfying new experiences as i augmented my old tactics with new abilities is a fortified sniper taking shots at you from across the map? Take a safe approach toward it and just use your dash to pass through the open areas with minimal risk. Does your shotgun have crazy power but no range? Boost up into an opponent's face before pulling the trigger. Um, so that's all stuff like I read and I'm like, yeah, okay. I could see that being a little bit different. Um, and another thing, though, for me is the gadgets. I, I read a lot of reviews or a lot of people mentioned the gadgets and how that you know, is it's just a fun thing to play around with. Um, and it's that sort of reminded me of Smash Brothers uh, because I could never get into the Smash Brothers formula to begin with, just mostly because every time I played it, I just got my ass beat by people who knew how to play it. Uh, but I think I, I mentioned this to Eric when we were talking about Smash Brothers. What got me into Smash Brothers was just having fun with the various items that fall out of the game. And eventually, you know, I got accustomed to using those, Um which brought me into, you know, physically playing the game and participating as, like, a combatant rather than just an asshole who stands off to the side and throws items. Right. Because <laughs> uh, they're, they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be me this year. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Smash Brothers in a while. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while for it till I get back into the muscle memory to of the it. the fray. Yeah. Yeah, Corey, I'm, I'm along the same lines as you. The, the You know, the campaigns, uh, same thing. I probably would like them. But for me to spend $60 on a four- or five-hour campaign that I might play through a couple times, the last Call of Duty game I played was the very first Modern Warfare, which I loved. Call, was that Call of Duty 4? 
Yes. Yeah, that was um, a fucking great it game. It was great, and I never even played the multiplayer. I didn't know that was a thing back so then. So good. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard, and I never, I never, I didn't play one match. Mm-hmm. I just like the campaign so much. When I think that, of the overgrown map, I just get a boner. Okay, yeah. See, I don't even know what that is. I never, never even played online. Uh, Will knows the Call of Duty four maps were all awesome, and overgrown was my favorite. Well, there's a reason it got remastered in the second Modern Warfare. Well, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what what spawned the whole, or I guess propelled Call of Duty into the next level. It is. I think that's regarded four. as the the call of duty game yeah. and it should be yeah it was great the other thing is do we need one of these every year no now? and that's that i mean that's something we'll be talking about next week again too with assassin's creed yeah um the, i mean the 50 dollars season pass wouldn't be as big of a deal to me if it was a call of duty every other year yeah because if you're buying the call of duty game as 60 dollars, and then you're paying an extra 50 for all the dlc if you're really into call of duty that sucks that the next year you're gonna have to do the same thing so like if the 50 dollars season pass was for like a year and a half of content or whatever, like that would be more okay in my book. Yeah, and fifty dollars for just maps too is not. That's not. It doesn't need them. No. Really well, doesn't. I mean, it may need the net maps, but fifty dollars for just maps. Like, I'm I'm the type of person that I like to get something other than just playing the game out of the game and playing on a few more maps. It doesn't do it for me, you know. It's yeah. not meaty enough. Exactly. Um, I I like to ha- something. It can be anything. Um, but but playing on more maps is not not enough to justify for me fifty dollars on a. It- yeah, map, map packs and adding maps like after they take away like the and I know in World at War and I don't know about Call of Duty Four because I didn't play that online when it was big. I was into World at War. Yeah, that they had a like for example like if the Revolution DLC came out, they had a Revolution gameplay. Uh, 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 what's it called? Playlist. So they had all the new maps, but like once that goes away and they're integrated into the normal playlist and stuff like that, like they don't ever come up. Uh so and if like people don't if you're in a game where people don't like that map that map gets skipped every time right so like you hardly ever actually get to play on them yeah that's why I'm doing the same races in Mario Kart over and over again <laughs> exactly yeah it's the same same reason okay <laughs> yeah so and, and well, another thing another thing I like something I need to see from multiplayer now because I'm getting tired of the same old just match after match after match I want to see persistence mm-hmm. some sort of persistence. Uh, you know, to care like I, I think of like the Guild Wars Two World versus World, like that type of thing. The scales got us. I think has to start being bigger. Um, and like Battlefield, like Battlefield, uh, like exactly. Um, and there needs to be some sort of persistence, something you can carry on. Uh, throughout the rest of your, you know, like, yeah, like Planet Side, Pl- like Planet Side. I think they need to go more that route. I think this, uh, it's just I not big enough scale for love me. Love the idea of what Planet Side is. Yeah. I, I haven't played Planet Side two, obviously, but I love the idea of there just being this constant world yep. with these bases that just keep getting taken over by different factions. Which is what Guild Wars two exactly yeah. is, and um, I for the world versus great. world. I can't wait to get you into that. By the way, we'll yeah. talk about that later, but. Uh, yeah, and the, the problem with Planet Side is it doesn't play as nicely as yeah. a Call of Duty or a Halo or a Destiny. It just doesn't control as nicely. Sure, which is I think what what scare people away from it. You know, it's it's not as as twi- twitchy, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's, and it's not as smooth. It's interesting to play like uh, Halo right now, being kind of fresh off of Destiny. Yeah, and, and does just, it feel pretty different? Yeah, it's slow. Oh, is it? Okay. I think. Yeah, I think Halo is one of the Destiny. slower Halo shooters. Halo is the slow shooters. Okay. Is the slow shooter. I think it's Halo's slowest, Destiny's in the middle, and Call of Duty's real quick. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to count Titanfall, but... Right. Like, I love it, though. To me, Halo is, like, The perfect, perfect speed. 
I was watching someone I follow on Twitch play Call of Duty. I'm uh-huh. like, there's no way I could move that fast. You couldn't there's duty, no bro? Way. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. It like th- those <sighs> games feel so good when you get in a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Um I couldn't I could never really get in a rhythm on Call of Duty though, and maybe that's because it went so fast. Yeah. The the only games I usually did good in were Domination where it was objective based yeah. and I could get points for things other than just killing people because I, I never got to a point with Call of Duty where my kill death was over one. Yeah. Um whereas in like Destiny and Halo, I feel like I can get into more of a groove. Yeah. And I they're just more my speed, more of what I'm looking for, I guess. Which not necessarily the worlds because I'm not huge on sci-fi. Right. I actually really like like real life modern, modern warfare. Day. I guess you would say. Um, but I don't know. I I just don't. I've just gotten burned so many times by Call of Duty and traded it in almost two, you know within two weeks without even playing it that much. Yeah, without with beating the campaign and just getting nothing but so pissed off playing the multiplayer. Getting yelled yeah. at by twelve year olds too. Yeah, that's. A, the community is another reason we'd even talk about the community of Call of Duty. It's pretty toxic. It's awful. It's not as yeah. bad as like Dota or League. But, but that's PC and like the the Call of Duty community is just some of the worst shit of all time. You remember Yeah, I mean it's the most popular, so it's you know, percentage-wise it's going to drag in the most ass yeah. wipes, you know. And you get, those are all the people that want to be heard. Yeah. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Like for example, you heard, you guys all heard the Counter Strike people in my stream. Yeah, that's oh pretty much God. how they are. Although at least I did get a couple chuckles out of that. Well, yeah, Some it's of funny them sometimes. Funny. It's never funny on Call of Duty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly it. <laughs> uh, in my thirty, I think I played Titanfall about thirty hours. I only had one douchebag, just one. I think it's when me and um, you played too. I think it was during the campaign. Yes, well, the, the campaign. Yeah, the campaign, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, just one, and that was it. Though the rest of the people, like I, maybe heard one or two people talking, but mm-hmm. they were just kind of joking with each other. I didn't. Nobody talked really. Yeah, uh, which is how I liked it. Yeah, that's definitely uh, like that's what PC though with some like shooters. Like I've been playing Call of Duty World at War on there, and everybody. I don't know if it's because it's an older Call of Duty, but everybody is like doesn't talk as much and they're nicer yeah. i don't know they just get that feeling but on the console with the newer call of duties dear lord i yeah. I, it's pro- I feel like for me it's probably because the people that are like that and want to hear themselves talk and be an asshole to everyone are moving on to advanced warfare and they're their guy that's there like first day with their yeah. call of duty just ready to piss everyone off well they're they're kind of probably a little bit upset because their mom had to spend 110 dollars on call of duty <laughs> on their season pass on the call of duty and the season pass yeah so their mom gave them shit for it and they're yeah. taking it out on everyone they're playing against yeah but anyway cory you Corey. guys are rude why? you guys are rude people why are we rude no i'm just kidding uh i want to throw something at you though yeah because I, I did think about this quite a bit uh and i don't normally think about call of duty at all well, right. um, so I had to come up with an analogy, right? Like, what is Call of Duty? Uh, and why do people like it so much? And the only thing I could come up with as an analogy is it's sort of like a professional sport. Um, in that, you know, you, you either love, you either like it or you don't. Um, and it's there every year. It's there. You can tune into it, whether, you know, if you want to or not. It has um, a season, kind of. Same, it's mostly the same thing every year. Uh, with, you know, some few changes team rosters change around a little bit rules rules change slightly um and i guess for me like i've never really expected call of duty to be anything but call of duty 
And I think what it comes down to, for me anyway, is that, you know, if Call of Duty were to change, I think it would stop being Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me read this bit from the Toronto Sun, which I thought summed it up a lot better than I could. Uh, blah, blah, blah. No matter which time period it's set in or what the threat to global freedom may be or how many different variants of online combat it serves up, there's a hard and fast formula behind the world's most successful video game franchise, which is exactly why it remains the world's most successful video game franchise. Um, and with that, like, I, I just think, you know, they're making Call of Duty because people keep buying Call of Duty. And I don't know. I just feel like it, the game we want isn't a Call of Duty. You're right. You're right. No, I, no, I you're absolutely that. right. They'd be stupid to change it. Like, I mean, they're making yeah. money hand over fist. Eric had a good good analogy too with the the average action movie. Like mm-hmm. they're they're not putting a ton of resources into making something different. If they if they make profit on it, they're happy with it. You know, they're not trying to make yeah. a super a super arty like action film. You know, Call just... of Duty is Fast and Furious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although I did love the first two Fast and Furious movies. I'll well, get, the first I, I two Call that. of Duties were really good too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and and they had me until this year, based solely on how much I liked uh, Call of Duty Four. Yeah, I mean, because after yeah. that, there wasn't one that I was blown away by. Right? Did you like Black Ops? Black Ops. The was first one was one. okay. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Uh, the second one was terrible. I think what was World at War after World yeah. at War was the one after. Okay, I liked that one too. So. Call of Duty 4, Advanced, or Modern Warfare, and World of War, I did like both of those. But okay. since then, it's just like, it's slowly been dragging me down to the point where I was like, fuck it. I'm yeah. not doing it. I'm yeah. not fucking doing it, guys. There's too much else to play right now. Yeah. And I do mean too much else to play. Well, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> when he can get it to work. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts, Corey? Nope. Yeah, I got nothing. I should say that I one of my friends has it. And I do love the Call of Duty campaigns a whole lot. Uh, I've loved every one that I've played, really. So I got... I was playing did you it. like the Ghost campaign? I did. Really? Yeah. It wasn't my favorite campaign, but I did like it. I didn't. As a whole. I just was into the whole, like, ghost, like, small special force, like, thing. I thought it the was, story was, sucked. I mean, it was cliche. I knew it was going to happen. Why do you guys think they do a campaign? Just, they could probably get away with not doing a campaign because I can't imagine too many well, people buy it for the campaign. Here's the thing, Dan. Achievements, though, they would get away with it, but everyone would bitch <laughs> that there's no so campaign. much. But everyone would still buy it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, Eric. Everyone would bitch. What do you mean? I'm paying sixty dollars and there's no campaign. <laughs> no, you're paying one hundred and ten dollars and there's no campaign. Exactly. But everyone would bitch, but they would still buy it. Right. Yeah. So you're right. They could get away with it, but they'd have to hear everybody bitch when they could just put like. A small amount of effort into yeah. a four-hour campaign that is, to be fair, usually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't care for ghosts, but other than that, they're all usually pretty good. Um, but yeah, they they probably could get away with it. Yeah. As long <laughs> as they had their bitching ears open. Yeah. Well, I I started the first mission, and I'll tell you the intro sequence was really cool, and it's getting me kind of pumped up to to play the campaign. Is that the one that everybody was uh, picking on with the funeral thing? No, I okay. didn't get to that <laughs> that part yet. Press um, X to grief. To pay respects. <laughs> but uh, like the intro video was cool. It was like it was very futuristic and stuff like that. Getting ready to go into combat, and then don't you know I landed in North Korea, and the first thing is follow Captain blah 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 blah, and it was just through fighting waves of enemies, and then you advance, and I was just like, eh, 
So I just stopped. Okay. It's like, this is the same. Lost interest. I'm going to end up beating it at some point. I just, it was, Halo was coming out and I wanted to play stuff I wanted to like. Yeah. So I gotcha. I just stopped. Um, watching the, the Predators game last night, they had the Call of Duty live action commercial on, like mm-hmm. probably every other commercial, commercial break. It's pretty good. Yeah. That, that commercial. I don't know if it's just Canadian one or if it's, if it's everywhere, but cause it was the, the Edmonton feed. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really made me actually kind of want to play Call of Duty. Yeah, give it. It was, a, it was really well done. Uh, it, live action trailer. Give it a go. Yeah, it had uh, my my wife said it had Tim Riggins from, um, Friday Night Lights. Did on it? it on it as the as Taylor the, Kitsch. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know what his name was, but oh, I didn't know. Apparently, that. that's what she said. That's cool. I didn't recognize him because he had a beard, but I saw it in GameStop when I was at. Okay, I'll talk about that later. The okay. Halo Midnight release, but I did see it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a. It was a cool. I like when they do those live action trailers. They're usually pretty good. I liked the Destiny one. Destiny one's good. The Skyrim one was really good. Yeah, it uh, was. That's right. There was a Mass Effect one that came out before around Mass Effect three that was really good. I love when they do this stuff like that. It's really yeah, they're, cool. They're usually really cool. Yeah. You know, Dan, it brings me to another thing. Real What's quick. that? Yeah, uh, before. I felt like the Destiny one kind of got shit on a little bit. Yeah, people didn't like it. I thought it was cool. Why is everyone so critical? I don't know. I think there I'm, is. I mean, I'm pretty cynical and critical me of things. Too. But it was. It, what was wrong with it? Nothing. It was fine. I know I was just like, really, when they said that they had an announcement or whatever? Uh, maybe the, maybe then, that was it. And then they just did the live action. They did, no, they I, did tease an announcement. Yeah, and then it was just the live action. That's when I was like, oh. I didn't like that either, but just the, the, the trailer tra- itself it was, was fine. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. It was entertaining. I liked it. I did too. Like, But people were just like, oh, Led Zeppelin's and it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, will you just fucking watch it and <laughs> like it and shut up? I agree. I mean, it's, I hate everything as much as anybody else does. Right. Me and Dan are like right there with yeah, that. But, hating everything. But come on, like it's just there for your entertainment, man. It's not there for you to pick apart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, just shut up. It's I. I don't know. Going to the uh, gaming subreddit on Reddit. Oh, is I, everybody's the same like that, and I'm just like, you I probably wouldn't all, be able to stomach it. They're really obnoxious and mean, and like they're so like elitist on stuff, and it's just like, shut up. That's okay. why I don't bother going. I go to the specific game that I want to see. I yeah. don't go to the gaming subreddit as game, a whole. There's too many people on it. Yeah. And it's just like, one of my friends posted something and somebody said, wow, this post changed my life, like, uh, sarcastically. And it's just like, that's why you shouldn't post. <laughs> yeah, Reddit has a fairly toxic community, uh, too. It's bad. It was brutal. But, yeah, that goes to your point with people. Okay. Any other thoughts? Call of Duty? No, I will say that uh, I'm not opposed to playing it. And yeah. if, if I find it on a good deal, I might pick it up. I'd, I'd much rather borrow it from someone. Yeah. Um, at this point, I'm convinced we're never getting PS4 games in a red box. Uh, <laughs> in this area, at least. Yeah. So, Have you tried other red boxes? I've searched it a couple times in our area. I'll do it right now. But, yeah, I, when I've done it before, it hasn't... Uh, hasn't worked out. But, but that one's convenient because it's right where you work. Right, so. yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, if I ever saw, because this one I'm actually more interested in than the, like, Modern Warfare, because, you know, I like the science fiction-y type of stuff, the gadgets, so mm-hmm. I probably would be like this one a little bit better. I may may get it at some point on a, on a steep discount, but the the problem is, is those games don't go on sale all that often. Yeah. I think Black Ops... Next Christmas. I think Black Ops 2 is still, like, 40 bucks on Steam. Ghost is on sale this Black Friday. Yeah. Black, Black Ops 1 still 40 on Steam. Is it really? Yeah, and that game's five years old, yeah. four years old. That's crazy. See, and another thing with the pro like... 
the Modern Warfare games are tired. Like, Modern Combat is what World War Two was yeah, 10 years yeah, ago or whatever. I agree. So now, like, they got to go to the near future. But, like, how many games are going to be near future? Yeah. So, like, what are they going to do now? Like, you can't go too futuristic because then it's Halo. Then it's Halo. And people or are going to be like, well, this is Halo and Destiny. So, like, yeah. now you have to go back. And the problem with that is with all these new changes and stuff to add different elements to combat and stuff like that, like, going back will be, like, a step back to a lot of people. So they're not going to like that. Yeah, yeah, I I would like to see them go back to World War Two, but they're probably not going to. Although well, they should with the, with the new generation actually, of consoles and stuff, they should they should go back. I think it was the Sledgehammer. I don't know. Developer for the game said that World War Two is his favorite time period for games, and yeah. with the new technology, they think that the, a new or World War Two game with the scale of the new technology would be unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know if that's them saying like, "Hey, our next one's gonna be World War Two, but right. I'm for World War Two because World at War was my favorite shooter of all time. Yeah. I want to play another World War Two. It's a fascinating okay. time period to me. So, yeah. all right. Uh, just to get yeah, back to that Redbox thing real quick, I, I went on Redbox.com, looked for Call of Duty. And uh, no luck. No luck. Put in a zip code, and I got no locations found. Really? And it it doesn't look like they're really uh, pumping the next-gen stuff on there, so I'm wondering if they're rethinking that strategy. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. (laughs) Sucks. I actually saw a post somewhere. It might have been on Twitter or Reddit about someone, like, photocopied the game disc. Oh, really? And put it in the thing with the with the barcode facing out and everything. So someone got like a paper a paper disc when they got a game from wow. their box. Ouch! That'd be awful. Ouch! Um, but anyway, let's let's uh, move on to nibble bits. Will you want to get us started with nibble bits? Uh, yeah, I'll get started. My first one is that Towerfall Ascension DLC was announced. It's called Dark World. It adds a new archer and new modes. And one of the new modes was Treasure Draft, which is you can pick a like a like a draft within a, uh, like abilities and stuff like that going into a, a match with your friends and you'll do that and then you do the fight. And then there's new types of arrows added and one of them ensnares your your enemies if you hit them with it. And Tower Falls one of the games that like I never got a chance to play a lot of because it's local co-op and not online. Uh we should try share play again. I want to play that game so bad with four people, so I'm in. Yeah, we'll do we'll do share play. We'll try it again uh when my girlfriend's not watching Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should work better. Well, okay. maybe. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it works. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I I'm thinking about getting it regardless. Even though I don't play it that much, I really like Towerfall and like to support it. So. It was fun. Yeah, and uh, my other one is that GOG.com is giving away Mountain Blade and The Witcher Two away for free. Yeah, which is what? pretty sweet. Yeah, Eric, you should probably you should probably get it. Yeah, I guess not should. not on Steam, but you just download it. Yeah, uh, yeah I actually had. I wrote stuff about that too, Will, because it's related to one of my okay. one of my things. But yeah, Mountain Blade is free, and then The Witcher Two. You have to repeatedly visit the website GOG over like five or six days or something. Okay. All the information's on there. Just go to GOG dot com and okay, uh, yeah, because The Witcher Witcher Three is coming out in February, so here's yeah. your perfect opportunity to get a free PC copy of The Witcher Two. Yeah, which is a so awesome game. Awesome game, yeah, definitely. So, I gotta play through both of them. And Dan, you liked Mountain Blade. Love Mountain Blade, yeah. So both are recommended from Mountain Blade members. is Mountain Blade is like a uh it's like a first or third person medieval warfare kind of game and you 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 build up your well I'm not sure if it's Mountain Blade or if it's Mountain Blade Warband it's but Mount, I, it's Mountain Blade okay um uh, but I think it's Warband maybe cuz that's the one I have um 
and you like build up your army of soldiers and you up, up upgrade your soldiers. Uh, it was an awesome game. You should give it a try. But like the over map is is uh, not not turn based. It's like a strategy thing, and you move your guy around and you fight other armies on the map or take over cities and stuff. It's a really sweet game. I, sound, I might like that. Yeah. Um, and then when you go into combat, it's the third person like actiony type of combat. You level up your guy and stuff. It's really fun game. Yeah, definitely worth it. Especially it's free. Like, it's free. There's no Mountain Blade series is ten bucks on there. Wow. Yeah, that's not bad. Damn. That's all I had, by the way. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, along those lines, um, in a continuing effort to maintain the uh, to remain on the good side of gamer, CD Projekt Red is offering up 16 pieces of free DLC starting the day after uh, the day after it releases, February 24th. Uh, the first announced piece of DLC is horse armor. That sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> horse armor for free the day after the witcher 3 comes out <laughs> that's um, a fine how do you do that is a fine how do you do? actually have a quote here from the from the joint ceo marcin iwinski who says uh, as gamers we nowadays have to hold on tight to our wallets is surprisingly right after release lots of tiny pieces of tempting content materialize <laughs> with a steep price tag attached uh he, he goes on to say haven't we just paid a lot of cash for a brand new game so I thought that was kind of poignant for uh, for today's episode on Call of Duty. See, it's crazy because CD Projekt Red isn't is are they they're not considered a major like a no. major developer. No, right? I don't think so. So like they're giving yeah. away DLC. They're pretty popular. They have cult following. They're not like Activision. Or yeah, like or that, like but. an EA or something. But games like people like EA and other developers that are huge don't give away anything. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, but you also got to realize that it's it is a business plan yeah yeah i know it's not all altruistic no but they they are garnering a lot of positive attention because of their pro pro gamer stance yeah exactly very Um, smart at this point in time yeah even like pirates frown on people pirating cd project red games yeah just Mm -hmm. because they're you know again you could get a free copy of the witcher too right now like now you know right before the witcher 3 comes out so and they do a lot of stuff like that. Like I think I've bought three copies of The Witcher Two. Really? I, yeah. Well, I have uh, Witcher and Witcher Two on GOG and on Steam, and then I have the Witch. I bought The Witcher Two on the 360, oh, yeah, but I also okay. bought it on GOG and I also bought it on Steam. Okay. Um, but it's it was like four bucks. <laughs> yeah, I for The Witcher Two, like a year and a half. And after. It, it was a while. Yeah, it was a while ago when I bought it. So you know. Yeah, it was like a year and, and a half after it came out. Cheap. Five dollars. Yeah, exactly. So. so. Is well worth it. Uh, and then my other nibble bit is the Banner Saga is coming to PS4 in 2015. All right. Uh, which is awesome. I'll probably rebuy that. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you would. I loved the Banner Saga. Um, it probably, probably will be my favorite indie game of the year, if I had to guess. Oh, really? Did that come out this year? Yeah. January. Early this year. You know, I, I think my favorite indie game isn't out yet. And What's I'm hoping that? it comes out this year. This War of Mine, have you seen that? No. looks really cool. Okay. Oh, it's not supposed to come out Soon. within the next week? I hope so. I thought it was like November 17th, maybe? Yeah. I'm hoping Dan, I was considering my... uh, Banner Saga for my on my disappointment list. Really? You were disappointed yeah. by Banner Saga? Yeah. No, I liked it. Oh. But uh, it's the same thing with Beyond Earth. You know, it's I've played nothing but good games that something has to go on there. Yeah, I've got a few to go on my disappointed list. I wasn't disappointed at all by Banner Saga. 
Yeah. I loved it. I didn't have any expectations going into the Banner Saga, yeah. but I liked it, but I could see why Corey would be disappointed. Yeah, the, the only thing I didn't like was that there was no terrain on the battlefields. That was that was my only issue with oh, it, yeah. really. Uh, you know, there was one one battle with, with uh, like, a, I, it was like a crater in the middle of the map that you had to go around. I did not yep. like the difficulty spike on the very last battle either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Ooh. that is a difficulty and spike. And I would have fucking beat it, too, without turning the difficulty down, I, had I known what to do. Yeah, I came close once. To I wonder it. if they ended up patching that, because I know they it was in discussions, like, the first couple weeks the game was out. Maybe. Just patch that out, not make it quite so difficult. But that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Corey, what do you got? Uh, I just have two short ones. Bloodborne is delayed just one month. Uh, it's the PS4 exclusive from the makers of Dark Souls. Uh, from Moving from February 2015 to March 24th, 2015. And apparently they need a few more weeks. Uh, hey, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, that's fine. I cares. Yeah? That's the game I'm most looking forward to and was my birthday present. Uh, oh, yeah. I that forgot it was your then. birthday present. On my birthday it came out. You want me to write him a letter? I I was like, Will Will was playing Halo with me when I found out. Will, I was pissed. Crushed. Was I not? You, oh, you, you were, were swearing up a storm. <laughs> well, well, that doesn't mean I was pissed. Oh no, you were. Yeah, you were angry. You're right. <laughs> Eric could have been happy as a clam. Be happy as a clam, just a swearing. <laughs> That's a game that got me to keep my PS4. I know. I remembered you said that. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Because I'm but. getting the collector's edition. This is the first game I think I've ever got like a collector's edition for. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a nice new art book down here. Nice. You could add to a, studio decor. Yeah. I have a hypothetical. Let's hear it, Not a hypothetical. It's a little bit unrelated, but I figured now would be the best time to throw it out there. Go ahead. Why do you guys think Dark Souls ages so well? Like, in my head. You know how we talk about, like, Game of the Year considerations and stuff like that? And you'll play a game at one point and, you know having not played it a few months later you'll think about it again and all of a sudden you realize you know what that game was really awesome kind of thing why do you think dark souls i mean does that have you guys had that experience with dark souls where absolutely it just ages so well in your head Corey, i think about it like all i would say all the time for video games like dark souls 2 comes up in my head a lot of times and i'm like god damn it i should go back to that game and at the same time i'm like i'm not going to because I'm, I'm intimidated by it. Yeah. And now I'd have to start over. I think it's, what did it, did it take me 52 hours to beat it? 48? It was Probably. high 40s, low 50s but to beat it. I think the thing about it is that it's nev- never like a super great looking game, so you don't have to worry too much about the graphics. It looks Lo- good. It looks a lot better on PC. Does it? Way better. Okay, but for console, right. uh, what I played it on, it's never fantastic to look at. It looks good. But I think just the world, it just pulls you into it. Yeah. Because it's such a weird, mysterious world, and you just want to know what the fuck is going on there. But I don't feel like you ever really find out. And it's like, I don't know. And just the allure of the bosses and the difficulty of it. It's an achievement, too. It is an achievement. Definitely an achievement. Every boss you beat, it feels like an achievement. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day who, who hates Dark Souls. And they, because I was talking about how uh, he's a big Xbox fanboy. I would call him a fanboy. Uh-huh. And um, you know, we agreed that you know Microsoft probably this this holiday season was had the better lineup games, was yeah. going to win, tech, you know, win yeah. whatever that means. But come you know February and I guess March now, uh, you, you Sony is set up pretty nicely. Yeah. Um, 
But he's like, well, Bloodborne doesn't even look that good. And I'm like, have you ever played Dark Souls? And he's like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, hold on a second. Let me gather myself before I smack you. <laughs> like, I, I would stick up for that game so much. It's just so good. And there's, it just has something that no other game has. I agree. Yeah, That's what it I is, don't, I think. I don't see how, you, how anyone could say it's terrible. I, I could see you maybe not liking the difficulty of it, but it's not a terrible game. No, definitely isn't. And, yeah, and I, I was talking about how it's so re- rewarding, like when you discover how to do something or uh, discover a new area, beat a boss. Yeah. There's a lot of rewarding things. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a boss for it to be well, rewarding. We, Sometimes there's just enemies that are hard. Yeah, and we talked about when when we did the episode, uh, when you discover a new area and the, mm-hmm. the brief music that plays when you discover a new area, like, hey, mm-hmm. that was awesome. That You get that rewarding, uh, as Corio says, shot of dopamine when that yeah. music plays and when you go into a new area. And, and I can't remember what, uh, something Wharf. Do you remember yeah, that map? Surfer's I, Wharf. No. Dead, Dead Man's Wharf. Dead Man's Wharf on uh, Dark Souls 2. I remember going in there and be like, wow, this place is fucking sweet. Yeah. Just, All the areas are really cool in that game. They are, and I don't feel like many other games are bringing that to the table. No. Like what Dark Souls does. No, I agree. No Man's Wharf, Eric. I'm sorry. No Man's Wharf. Okay. But yeah, Corey, I think you're right on with that. Yep. Yeah, Souls. and I think you summed it up well. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. Um, moving along, Game Informer's December cover revealed Just Cause Three. Uh, if you're not familiar with Just Cause, not many people are. Uh, a lot of people like it, but uh, it's not you know not cult. necessarily mainstream just cult yet. Cult following. Uh, cult following. Yeah, it's an open world action game. Uh, all sorts of craziness going on. There's a, a lot of viral videos and crazy mods for for the Just Cause games. Uh, and like Dan said, it's just one of those games that has a, a cult following. You know what this um, made me think of? Remember yep. when we used to shit on Far Cry? Yeah, yeah. I feel like now we know better. But if we didn't, we'd probably be shitting on Just Cause right now. Yeah, yeah. And then playing Just Cause Three and be like, it's actually pretty it's damn awesome. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all put our foot foot in our mouths. Yeah, for, foot for in mouth. One. Yeah. Well, God, if you remember, guys, I after that E three, I said <laughs> now. Did. I said, I'm ready to shit all over Far Cry because I don't get it, but I know I'm going to eat my shirt if I do. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold it in. <laughs> uh, but I, I vividly remember watching that and just being like, I do not get these games. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, luckily I bit my tongue. But I bought Just Cause 2, I think, during the Steam summer sale for like four or five bucks. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I, I'm usually intimidated by the – I think it's it's one of those games that takes a lot of hours to to beat for a completionist. Mm-hmm. I think I remember looking at the how long to beat, and the completionist was like 130 hours. Or Far Cry? Like that. No, or uh, Just, Just Cause. Cause. Wow. Well, I almost bought Just Cause the day that came out. Just Cause Two was on sale on Steam. Yeah, I don't know if it was related to the announcement or whatever. It was like three bucks, but I looked in your library, Dan, and. Since you're nice enough to add me to your Steam sharing library, which works perfectly. We talked about this because our gaming schedules are opposite. You're up late. I'm in bed by 10. And I do all my gaming before that, obviously. So it works perfectly. So I just downloaded Just Cause 2, and I'm thinking about putting that on my before in February. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, someone look up the how long to be. I'm pretty sure it was long for a completionist. And I generally am almost the completionist uh, for, for when I play a game. For the amount of hours, four in February is sneaking right up. It is, and there's a lot of games coming out in February. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard one this year. Completionist is eighty seven and a half. Oh, that's not too bad. 
Main story, 18 hours, combined 31 and a half. Okay, that's not bad. That is a lot, though. Yeah. So. Especially when I only get, like, maybe three three hours a, a night to play a game. It's a lot of a lot of nights of playing that. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Just as a tangent off that, I, I, I feel like I'm being very philosophical this episode, but... It's okay. Uh, one of the things I thought about with Just Cause is how important these days do you think it is for a game to be able to be part of the conversation for a long time? You know what I mean? Because, like, I, I sort of brought this up. I wrote a brief bit about Assassin's Creed. Um, I read The that. new Assassin's Creed. Uh, just my, you know, knee-jerk reaction to some of the reviews that were coming out. Um, and it made me think, like, like, a game like Minecraft is a perfect game to remain part of the conversation for a very long time and i don't know how much that influences uh people buying a game and wanting to be a part of it uh it's like the the like we were talking about with the just cause stuff you know what can go viral and and who wants to implement crazy mods into these games and do you guys feel like that's an important thing for games these days or do you think it's just i don't i I, see i think it's important for longevity like we talked about skyrim uh, which is still really good, you know, like uh, you can still go on YouTube and find a lot of people uh, who I think the what, the reason why I wanted to play Skyrim again was because I watched a video of someone who was showing some of the crazy new mods that were there. And I think that's important for for longevity game, it, like for, for a game like Call of Duty uh, that comes out every year, you know, it's people are going to play it for a few months and then move on to the next thing. Well, know? and I think the the thing is is that you're going to get those games like Skyrim that are fantastic. Yeah. That and stick. I don't I don't think they they intend for that to be no uh part of, you know, p- part of the the marketing or whatever, you know. Not necessarily, but I think that people are such content horse and I would include myself in that because I buy way more than I should yeah. and don't have time to play all of it, but like Dragon Age, perfect example. I'm going to buy that. Yeah. I don't know when I'll play it. <laughs> right. I have no reason to buy it. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but I think people are such content whores that it doesn't even matter anymore if a game stays part of the conversation for a, for a while. Because honestly, like Titanfall was out of the conversation pretty quickly. A month, maybe uh, afterwards. Yeah. I, if I, that. I, I don't even feel like Destiny's damn near out of the conversation, really. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get the DLC soon, but eh. I think yeah. people are pretty meh on that DLC content. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, Call of Duty really isn't part of the conversation. It's just always there because they put a new one out every year. Um, in so, order to remain part of it. Do you think it, that's part of it is in order to remain no, part of the conversation? I think that's only because people always buy it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it's important to be part of the conversation as long as you, you, you put out a good game. Cause I, just because it's a good game doesn't mean it's going to stay in the conversation like south park fantastic game but mm-hmm. after a month it's like nobody's Forgotten. thinking i didn't yeah. i didn't even remember it came out this year yeah yeah um have you any of you guys ever bought a game based on that like just seeing it repeatedly and seeing all these cool things that's happening in it and the things I'm, people are like I'm creating sure or manipulating or i'm sure i have minecraft on steam yeah minecraft. just like you said i've bought it two or three times now and played it for a total of Two hours? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't even like Minecraft that much. I just find I respect it so much. But I respect what people do in it and the game as a whole. I just don't personally play it or like it a whole month. Like, See, I do lot. like it. I just I can't, I just don't have the fortitude to get into it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I bought, Corey? I bought one of the Total War games because of a Lord of the Rings mod for it. Ooh. It was Medieval Total War 2. 
I think that I bought for like five dollars because it has it's apparently got a really good Lord of the Rings mod, and that was oh, right okay. before Mordor came out. I was going to try and play that, but I just never got around to it. Mm. So you know, another one that uh, I'll probably buy because of that is Daisy. Daisy, yeah. I feel like that's been in the conversation. That's kind of wearing off now, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, I could say Dark Souls. Um, you were the one reason. that got me to buy that. Yeah, like I had just been hearing about this game for so long, you know, the the difficulty level and after Demon Souls, of course, uh, and all that stuff. And I was just like, I got to try this, you know, yeah. just because it was I, I was always hearing about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just a just a tangent. Oh, that's interesting. Sounds good. Any other little bits, Corey? No. What do you got, Eric? Uh, these came up last minute. I honestly couldn't really find anything I even wanted to nibble bite mm-hmm. tonight, especially after I saw Bloodborne got pushed back. I wanted to shoot everybody, but <laughs> not really. Everybody relax. Um, <laughs> these are two quick ones, and they're both about updates that came out for the next-gen consoles. Xbox One's November update is out, and I actually got some use out of this one that I notice every time I turn it on, because now our logo is my background. Nice. I put it on my flash drive, plugged it into my system. It was actually pretty easy. Go to your settings, go to, I think, system, and uh, you can just upload whatever you want right from your uh, flash drive. It was nice. Cool. Um... You can also customize colors of your background. If you if you don't have a picture you want to put on there, there's a little palette of colors. Uh, you can customize the squares, like your uh, achievement the square, party tiles. square. Yeah, some of the tiles um, to, to be whatever color you want. I Before I realized that I could put a custom uh, picture on there, I was going to do a uh, Christmas theme, oh, red nice. and green. Uh-huh. It looked like shit. So I'm <laughs> glad I was able to find our picture on there. Right. Um, yeah, I think that was uh, the the biggest thing. They did some some other stuff with um, the store is supposed to be improved. I went into it. I didn't really see much of a difference, but I didn't look around all that much. Uh, there's a new what's on section in the dashboard that's between friends and store. Um, it shows like popular videos and Twitch streams and things like that that are going on. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is the backgrounds. Gotcha. Added. And uh, PlayStation 4 firmware 2.02 yep. which is the second one within the last two weeks the first one was 2.01 that corrected the uh, what's it called? The rest issue rest, when you put your system into rest and it just won't turn back on for you now that's <laughs> fixed in case you were waiting for the, for the word from us that you can turn your system back on um, but they also put another one out that's supposed to help with, with other issues they didn't really say what those issues were, just kind of some some general stability with the system. But the, in particular, this is from IGN, they said it addresses a bug that was causing review copies of Dragon Age Inquisition to frequently cor- crash. Uh. So they were biting that before we got to it, okay. which is nice. Yeah. The, the guy that wrote this article on IGN, uh, I don't know who it is. He said that he had, oh, it's Vince Ingenito. He said that happened to him multiple times when he was playing the review copy of Dragon Age. So, glad we don't have to deal yeah, with that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad they fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> I would but, yeah. not been happy. So, I'm, I'm glad they're they're getting on stuff quickly with that. Uh-huh. A little more quickly than they are with Drive Club. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Still no word on that. No. I've lost all faith at this point. Yeah. I might not even download it when it comes I, yeah, out. Yeah, I might not either. I won't have time. I think I'm going to get Project Cars. Maybe if I see Forza Horizon on sale mm-hmm. during the holidays, I might pick that up. Gotcha. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. For for those, if, if there's anyone new listening to the episode, our nibble bits are uh, little little bits of news that we come across and 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 put on our Twitter feed. So if you want to read more information about anything we talked about, it should all be on our Twitter feed, uh, which is at TS Athletes or Twitter dot com slash TS Athletes. So um, yeah, that's nibble bits. Uh, how was your week? Well, uh, my week was good. The I went to the Halo Midnight release. Which was kind of underwhelming. There wasn't that many people there for it. I was a little surprised because the Master Chief Collection is, in my opinion, one of the biggest games coming out yeah. uh, this this fall, and Xbox's biggest game, I think. Do you think it has to do with maybe lack of X bones in the wild? I said that, and people didn't think that. I think it has to do with digital copies. That's probably part of because it. Because of the huge install, I think people wanted to preload to have availability at midnight. Which is what I was going to do if Target hadn't put that uh, buy two get one free deal out. But it turns out it didn't matter if you had it at midnight. Yeah, because yeah. it didn't work anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and See, it still doesn't. I think it was a combination of the smaller install base and the massive install. Just kind of, you know, having a little bit of an underwhelming uh, midnight release. Because the Skyrim one was massive, if I remember correctly. The entire store was packed. Yeah, but part of that, too, was Skyrim came out for everything. That's too. true. Yeah, that is a good point. It, it and did. It was, and it was towards the end of the generation. And it's so. a new game. This isn't really isn't, a new game. Right. But, I mean, for a next-gen console, it's, I don't know. I feel like it should have been a little bigger uh-huh. than what it was. It, it, literally, there was, and it was mixed with Assassin's Creed, which is another huge series. I don't know. There wasn't How many that, people would you say were there? Two lines of... Not even out the door of the store. You're uh. talking like 30 people maybe? 40? Yeah, really wasn't that. We were up front in line too because we thought there would be a lot of people. But we just kind of hung out in GameStop too the entire time. From We saw you at your place of employment at like yeah. 10. We were there from probably 10.30 until midnight and there just was nobody there. Gotcha. <laughs> it was a little disappointing, I, but, I mean, we got through quicker. I so. wonder if they're going to stop doing the midnight launches, because I feel like it's just getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. I went to Sunset Overdrive just for, uh, what's it called? What do we do the stream? Extra Life. Extra Life, yeah. Because I wanted to have it for the next day for my Extra Life stream, and I first of all, I was surprised they were doing a midnight launch for Sunset Overdrive, but there was, like... 10 people there. Really? It's like, is it really worth opening your store for that? And paying your employees? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they're really only there for like an hour, probably an hour's worth of pay. Yeah. And they did sell a console while I was there, so maybe. But When when I went there, like, we went in at 9 to get the receipts, and a couple of workers came in, and they were there from 9 to whenever the people went through the online. So it was, it was a little over three hours for them. But uh, they are having a Dragon Age Inquisition one in Vestal, Dan. Yeah, because, well, there's a few other games coming out that day, too. So, so yeah, they're going to have, have the store open. I think there's three or four big games coming out that I, day. Little Big Planet, Far Cry. Far Cry. Uh, Dragon Age. Something else. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand oh, Theft Auto. Oh, that comes out that day. Yeah. Wow. So did, did you, you said you wanted to go to that one. Did I'm going to go, yeah. Are you going to go to the Vestal one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're a lot nicer in Vestal. Yeah. They're the coolest people. Their manager is awesome, too. That's where I went for Sunset. Yeah. So, I I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge GameStop fan, but I always do pimp the, the Vestal one because everybody there is really nice. Yeah. And, uh, so the next thing I did was the Target buy two, get one deal. Um, I got uh, Assassin's Creed Unity and Bayonetta for the two games that I uh, – uh, I paid for, and I was going to get the Master Chief Collection, but I didn't want to take a Master Chief Collection away from somebody to trade it in. So I got Advanced Warfare 
Took her right over to GameStop, traded in for like forty five dollars. <laughs> so nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and then I pretty much I think I paid off. I got like sixty dollars and thirty six cents on uh, Dragon Age. I think I paid it off. I don't know. Right. If not, I need to give like a dollar or two more. So I think you owe them about two fifty. Two fifty. So it's yeah, it's sixty four thirty five or something, something like that. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I have it paid off pretty much now. So I'm pretty much Advanced Warfare got me ninety five percent of the way there. Nice. You which had to was open awesome. it too, right? All I had to do was open the thing, and I handed it to him. I was like, I'd like to trade this in. The only thing is, is I gave him an Xbox One copy, so he pre-ordered Dragon Age for me under the Xbox One. I didn't even think about it, so I have to go in and switch it over to PlayStation, yeah. which is all I have to do is ask. Right. So, not a big deal. I do want to go and get it with you at midnight, yeah. but depending on how everything works out. Yeah, I'm going definitely. It's it's just easier for me to go at midnight so I don't have to lug the kids over there Yeah, the next day. I yeah. might have you pick my copy up. I could do that. Yeah. So um yeah definitely I'm really excited to get Dragon Age after seeing the reviews which uh-huh. we, I don't know we didn't really talk about this the uh um, the embargo for the reviews I'm yeah. very confident in the Dragon Age developers Bioware letting their reviews out a week early a week early yeah, yeah. something Nintendo always does too their reviews always come out a week or two early I bet you the Smash reviews will come out sometime this week probably Friday yeah would be my guess so as soon as I heard that they came out I was like really and then I checked the Metacritic and it was almost at 90 overall yeah. I was like wow. And then I was waiting for the Assassin's Creed one. We'll probably talk about that more next week or maybe later on this episode. Yeah, we can talk about, we can it, talk about it. And we can talk about that this week, I think. You okay. think so? Yeah, when we talk about the game. It's, okay. It's poignant. Yeah. So we'll save it for when we talk about uh, when we play it. But, yeah, that's all. That is, that's it for my week. Okay. What about you, Eric? What do you got? Uh, I also took advantage of the Target sale, and I got um, Assassin's Creed Unity, Master Chief Collection, and Hyrule Warriors for the Wii U. I haven't played Hyrule Warriors yet, but uh, I will. Uh-huh. I wanted to. I knew we were going to be doing episodes on the, the other two games, so yep. wanted to play those. Um, other than that, the only thing I did was I went to the movies for the first time. And when did Django come out? Mm, two years ago, maybe. That's the last movie I saw in the theater. Maybe a year and a half. Okay, so yeah, I went to the movies for the first time since Django, and I saw Interstellar. Uh, I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't really looked into what other people said about it because it is one of those movies where there's a lot of science involved in it. I'm sure people were like, oh, that couldn't happen, and here's <laughs> why. And I'm like, well, keep in mind it is a movie after yeah. all, okay? <laughs> and there's a lot of things in it that you don't even know that they couldn't happen because nobody knows that. We have no way of knowing that. So how about just keeping in mind that it's a movie – and just being cool with it being an awesome movie. Yeah, suspend your disbelief or whatever. The it willing is. suspension of disbelief. There you go. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it. It's a three-hour one, okay. which is not up my alley. But I managed to stay awake the entire time, so that tells you something. Because usually I take a 10, 10 15-minute <laughs> cat nap at a movie theater. Nice. Okay. But, I know uh, you said I would love it. I, I think you're right. Yeah, it's got a lot of space exploration yep. and just like crazy sciencey shit going on. Uh, I- I'm always interested to see what Corey thinks. We usually have pretty similar opinions on movies, except for Garden State. <laughs> um, I love that movie. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I-, I want you guys to see it. I, s- I thought it was great. Okay, I'll probably I almost, watch. I'll... I almost teared up a couple times. I'll see it on Blu-ray. Really? I'm sure. Yeah, it tugs at the heartstrings. It's got a lot of the like ethics asking yourself ethics questions like what would i do in this situation yeah. like a lot of humanity questions and how much 
McConaughey talking slow and low is there? There's a pretty good amount. All right. Did, all yeah. right, all right. <laughs> He's good, man. It's a good, good fucking movie. Nice. I okay. kind of want to see it again. But Yeah, the next movie I'll see in the theater is the, hopefully the new Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, God only knows when I'll get to the theater again. Star Wars? Star Wars, yep, you're right. It will be Star Wars. Yeah. When does that come yeah. out? Next year sometime. Probably, I think I think usually, they usually come out in like May or June. Yeah. If I remember correctly, when nice. the last ones came out. I actually had a good experience at the theater. That's good. That's why we went on Tuesday. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was either Tuesday or Friday. I was like, eh, let's go Tuesday. I always wait until a movie's been out for a little while and there's like no one in the theater, and that's usually when I go. There was a decent crowd there, but Friday, uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 comes out, so I was like, Let's go Tuesday. There's yeah. going to be too many idiots out who think that that has a chance of being funny. Have you seen commercials for it? It looks terrible. It's brutal. Which I've said forever. Yeah. There's no way it could live up to the first one, so don't do it. Yeah. Wait, it's getting bad reviews? No, but it from looks our terrible. Eyes, yeah. It looks terrible uh, from the the commercials I've seen for it. Huh. But anyway. Yeah. Anything else, Eric? Um... No, uh, I don't want to talk about this, but the Bills probably fucked their season away this past weekend. Oh, boy. Okay. Disappointing. Leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Corey, what about you? Uh, Not much for me this week. We had a riveting game of Risk Legacy the other night, uh, which I wanted to briefly share. My my continent in Risk has been North America for most of the games that we've played, Uh, but the last few, uh, my friend Jay has been setting up there, and he's gotten to place before me so i've been going to like africa or europe or something like that but this game i was like you know what screw it he's gonna place in north america so am i he's gonna be trapped in between me and the person in south america i'll just take him out no big deal won't be a problem uh and things were looking good i i had more troops than him uh but it was one of those things where we just kept going back and forth because i could not roll the dice to save my life like i he continuously outrolled me defending against me and just wiped out all my troops you know i'd come back and the same thing would happen it happened a couple turns in a row uh, but it got to the point where our war was so vicious and everybody was throwing their their missiles and the way you get a missile is by winning a previous game and depending on how many games you've won in the past you get a, a missile to use in combat which lets you re-roll a single dice just once once but there's the stipulation in the game where if three missiles are used on any one roll, any one combat roll, an event happens in the game. Uh, and I won't spoil the event because I want everybody to play Risk Legacy. Yeah, and I want figure to out what happens. You already spoiled it for us. Uh, I did text. Yeah, I texted you guys. I mean, it's it's a mild spoiler what I texted you guys, but uh, crazy stuff starts happening in the game. I don't remember uh, what it was. I don't long story short, I really, really screwed myself and was pretty much out of the rest of the game. Um, Who won? Jared won. Really? Yes, he did. Did he did he play the uh low and slow game? Uh he did his um where did he start this time and won? I think he was in South America. Was he? Yeah. Nice. I don't remember. I don't know. I always say like I've never really played to win that game. I've only ever played to even the odds. Yeah. Which a couple times has resulted in me winning. Almost by mistake. Like, it gets to a point where I look at the board and I'm like, oh, man, I can win this turn. So then I do it. Um, but, I don't know. This past game was pretty much just me 
having a 30 second turn because I couldn't do anything every time. Ugh. That sucks, kind of, man. Kind of frustrating. It's a great game, though. It is a really great game. That's why I keep bringing it up on the podcast because uh-huh. if you're into if you're into video games, uh, I think you like Risk Legacy. Okay. But then the other thing I want to briefly talk about is uh, I recorded uh, with my friend Matt a hockey podcast. Really? Uh, yes, we did our first one after much deliberation. Uh, it's really different recording a podcast with another person than you guys. Is it the name of the blog too? Quite frankly, I don't even want to hear about it. Yeah, it is the name. We haven't we haven't put it out yet. Okay. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty much just us, like just sitting down and doing one, just to do it, and you know, hopefully get better from there. Right. Um, <laughs> how, how do you think? Yeah. It, how do you think it came out? It wasn't terrible. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And I think you know, having done this podcast for three years plus, or almost four, four years in August, right? Oops. Yeah. Yeah. July, August. I don't remember. Exactly um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I think I had a little bit of a leg up, a little mm-hmm. more practiced. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But okay. I wanted to share that with you guys. Like, chemistry is such a huge thing. Yeah. And, you know, I remember doing our first episode. Like, it actually turned out pretty well. Yeah, a lot better than all of us thought it was going to turn out. For our very first episode. But um, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I want to okay. hear it. We jump around a lot. Like, it, we don't really converse about a single topic for more than a couple minutes um but i don't know we'll see okay anything else Corey? now did anybody talk about overwatch or do you want to talk about that later we'll talk about that later yeah we should definitely talk about it though all right um for me the only the only thing i had going on this week was i did some studio rearranging i i moved the studio from one location in the basement to the other it's been in the same spot with the same setup pretty much since we started over three years ago. Um, and not only was it right underneath my daughter's bedroom, who was a light sleeper, so you know, whenever we would have a loud outburst, sometimes it would wake her up. But it was also a huge mess um, because, you know, over the course of whatever, three and a half years, crap just accumulated in there. So I figured it was time to move it. Um, so I spent the most of Saturday, a lot of yesterday and a little bit of today moving stuff around and uh, I took pictures during, so I'm, I'm planning on putting up a blog post on the website of the pictures and progress and, uh, it's not quite finished yet. I still have some finishing touches to do. I want to do something about the lighting. I got to do something about the webcam, uh, for the people in the, in the live stream. Now the webcam hopefully will be a little higher. So all of our faces aren't blocked by the microphone microphones um, i don't mind my face being blocked by it. <laughs> same here yeah my face is is blocked and i'm also noticing that on the little picture on my laptop here that uh i'm wearing black there's a black curtain behind me <laughs> you meld and right my, into yeah it. it's, i'm just like a head that's floating and arms. around a head and arms yeah um glow in the dark color by the way um so yeah, uh, I'll I'll post some pictures. It's it's quite a bit more spacious in here now too, and we have a wall actually now where we can hang all of our gaming memorabilia. Uh, I've got some posters hung up there. A Pat Patrick Kane poster from Ryan and I was there. I've got my old uh, Star Wars Galaxies poster, some Master Chief memorabilia. I'm gonna hang up my Bravely Default poster over there. So I've got some shelves with all my nerdy books on them too. So yeah, I'll I'll post some pictures hopefully tomorrow and 
Well, it certainly looks a little more professional in there right now. Yeah, it's a it lot better. It looks great, Corey. I wanted to yeah. do better with cable management, too. There's not cords everywhere like there was before. Not as bad, anyway. Um, Does it smell better? It smells the same, right? <laughs> we need a new mascot. We do. Uh, I'll bring the mascot over. Oh, all right. Wait, what is it? The pink bear. Oh, yeah. The pink care bear. Yeah, uh, I also have my PlayStation and TV in here. So when I when I play in my PlayStation, I can sit in here, too. I've got a egg chair that I like to sit in when I play console games. So that'll be in here, too. Nice. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it so far. we got to make new memories over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 173 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played. Now, I want to start with Eric. Uh, I want to hear. Well, me? well, we got to hear about Assassin's Creed a little bit. We got to hear about Master Chief Collection a little bit. But you I want to start, start with PC stuff okay. first. Uh, you know, your first, I guess, full week with your PC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they were just about. Was it last Thursday that I built it? Yeah, right around that. And then brought it over? Thursday or Friday. Okay, so it's almost a full week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I played Civ Five finally. Been wanting to play it forever. Uh-huh. Uh, I and? It, I played it for nine hours uh, in two sittings. It felt, felt like it was like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's dangerous that way. Yeah. It just flies by. You're like, all right, I'm just going to do one more turn. Uh-huh. You know, and then ten turns later, <laughs> another half hour has gone by. Um, no, it's really good. I mean, you guys have talked about it. I don't want to yeah. talk too much about it. It's really, really fun. I chose the Celts just because I like that. Yeah. How's your Civ doing? Like, are you warlike? Are you? Uh, no, no, no. I never, I don't like to go the war route. Actually, the warring has just started because okay. I wasn't, I didn't realize, and I think this is an ability that I unlocked at some point with like a harbor or some sort of research I did where my boats are able to go further than just shallow water. Yeah, that's a new new type of ship. Okay. So they are now able to go explore. So it took me a while to get to that point. So yeah. I just found, like, the major civilizations that are on the map with me. Um, I agreed to in, fight somebody. Instead of just the city-states. Yeah, instead of just the city-states, which I tried to take one over and failed miserably. Oh, taking over cities is pretty hard. It's a bitch. You got to bombard them with your catapults. That's what I ended up doing. Okay. Uh, my trebuchets. Yeah. And trebuchets. Uh, I also had some ships attack from water. Uh-huh. Um, so I ended up taking over Jerusalem. Okay. I think it was. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a blast. I love games like that. It's just fun, and I like the diplomatic stuff a lot more than I like just going and trying to kill everyone. Yeah, see, I'm an economic powerhouse when I play those games. Yeah. I'm always trying to make money. Yeah. No, that that I feel like that's more fun. Yeah. Um, I get nervous about going into the battles. I just don't feel like I'm good at it. Yeah. Because I don't want it. Yeah. See, now, now that you've had experience, um, one of the one of the major changes from Civ Four to Civ Five was Civ Five only one unit, especially battle units, can occupy a, a hex at a time. Before you could have as many units as you wanted all in one tile, and it was hard to tell oh. how big the forces were coming against you. It was called a stack of death or stack of doom. Oh or whatever. yeah, yeah. I've heard you talk about that. Um, and it was hard to fight battles because you didn't know. You know, there could be a hundred units or two units on right. one thing it was hard to tell especially by just glossing over the map but this, this civ 5 is a lot better because it's only one unit per yeah per 
per square or section, I guess. Cool. No, I really like it. Uh, I'm going to obviously keep playing it. Yeah. It's, it's a great time killer, and it's just so much fun. You yep. can really get involved with it with all the different technologies and mm-hmm. researching and all of that shit. Um, I did download Beyond Earth. Okay. Installed that into the hard drive, so I'll try that at some point here. You'll be right at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to start with Civ Five yeah. before I, I jumped into that. Um, and then we, Dan and I played Guild Wars 2 for a few hours. A couple hours, yeah. A couple hours the other night. Uh, I think, what, did I get to level 11? Something like that. I think I hit 11. Um, I like it. I don't love it. Uh-huh. I don't know if I would ever play it by myself. I'm hoping that I like the PvP more. I'm sure I will. It's a blast. That's the part that, from listening to you talk about it, always made me want to play it. Yeah. Was the PvP pvp stuff and like storming castles and yeah. shit that that sounds awesome the low level stuff too it's all it's i mean it's all the standard same. fair yeah it's yeah. the same everywhere um, i do like like you were saying dan while we were playing that there's events that happen all the time mm-hmm. and like you said that's what they should do in destiny mm-hmm. and I, I agree with that yeah um it would make things a lot more interesting and, and make it just seem a little more alive yeah um but yeah i think i think they do a good job with that stuff I was surprised at how many people were still in the newbie zone. There was a lot of people like just around. There uh, were. Doing, the city doing felt the really alive. It did. I, was the, very, I was very surprised by that. That's one of the things I love so much about that game. They do such a good job of uh, distributing the population. Like, there's always a reason to be in any given zone. Yeah. And you know, no matter what level you are, your level is based on the zone that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my, my I was. Only a couple levels above Eric the whole time, even though my character was max level, I got bumped down. So uh, we had a couple dangerous situations, and I, you know, I had to use all my. It took me a while to get my muscle, muscle memory back, but like towards the end of our playing, I kind of got the hang of things again. And I, you know, I had to use all my ability to stay alive because I was bumped down to, you know, slightly above what Eric's level was. Um, because, and I still get experience. Um, that give me like skill points and stuff. So like it, it wasn't just mindless doing nothing for me. Right. You know, I was. You weren't uh, killing Grays for two hours. Exactly. Exactly. Killing it was. Grays. It was still fun for me because <laughs> there was still a little bit. Of, you know, there's still some challenge there, which was cool. But yeah, um, no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the PvP stuff. I just gotta find a time where I'm willing to play that instead of other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just want to get through, like, Assassin's Creed right now. I hear you. <laughs> like, and it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm running into this issue, too. I have a lot of unfinished games right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to play more Guild Wars. Right. But I've already, you know, I've already put over 600 hours into it. Right. Um, I'm not going to get a beaten game out of it. <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's the other thing. Which is another, another, you know, problem with it, but. Uh, well, I probably could have gotten a beaten game. I did beat the main story like last year, but yeah, that doesn't count for this year. But anyway, yeah. What I mean, what did you think of the combat? It was a little more active than other MMORPGs. Yeah, uh, uh, once I play it more, I think I'll I'll understand. Like, because you told me to make sure I was dodging, but like I, there's so much shit going on that I didn't know when to dodge. Yeah. What kind of character did you make? Guardian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which is a heavy class tank. Did I make a human? Tankish. You made a Norn. Norn. Yeah. Norn Guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know when to dodge, and I don't know that because that was the big thing that you said. Kind of made it 
feel yeah. different, right? Yeah, but, uh, the only thing I, specifically I can think of that, uh, and here we go, we're going to talk about Guild Wars Trials. <laughs> no, we're not really going to. Uh, there was there's one where a red circle would would go around us. Okay. And if you were able to dodge out of that, you wouldn't get hit by the attack. Oh, okay. But other other ones, it's just visual. It's it, you know, if you see an attack coming, you can dodge backwards or dodge off to the side. All right. Um, and it's avoid avoid that, like, damage. I felt like there was so much shit going on in some of those events. I didn't know when to dodge, and I would have just been doing it constantly. Yeah. And I didn't have a grasp of it at that point to do that. You're a little different too because you're a melee class. Like mm-hmm. dodging is really important for me because I'm I'm a media. I have medium armor, mm-hmm. um, and I, I can't really take too many hits. You're squishy. Um, so I, yeah, not quite as squishy as a mage class, but I am I am a little more squishy. At my other level eighty characters, necromancer. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I forgot you made one. Yeah, I have two two max level characters in that game. But yeah, it's it's fun fun times. I want all four of us to get together and play and stream. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I think if we all did some <clears> world versus world, yeah, Corey specifically. I'm ready. Told you guys. What'd you tell us? He doesn't want to play it. Right, God, Corey? Can you just it's a waste set- of time? <laughs> and- uh. I kind of agree, but yeah, I, st- too, I still but love you're still it. Being an asshole, right? Yeah, no. I mean, I love that game, and I gave it its time, and uh, I've moved on. I know, but for the good of the podcast, if we all all I four don't of think us it would do the podcast any good. Played and streamed, it'd be fun to watch. How, Corey? I, Jesus, you're Corey. the only one that has a differing opinion ever. Yeah. So we need that's you. That's my there. job. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why we need you in the stream. But <laughs> you feel the fire. I want to play Gauntlet with you guys. I've told you I'll buy it. We Just should, you name it. I'm in. Oh, I'm I'm ready, man. Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Let me know. Saturday morning. All right. Beautiful. I'll get up as early as you want. All right. All right. Damn, play Guild Wars. All right, moving on <laughs> from Guild Wars? Yes, go ahead. All right. Do you want to do Assassin's Creed or Halo? Assassin's Creed first. Brief. Uh, yeah, so... We'll, we'll talk about it next week fully, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, for, initial impressions. Yeah. Uh, I've played through a few of the first story missions. Uh, I just got to the point where the city opens up, and I need I didn't have enough time to keep going with the story missions at that point, so I just wanted to get a couple of viewpoints opened up. was about to do an assassin mission, and I didn't have time. Girlfriend came home. Uh-huh. So... Um, initial thoughts, uh, really didn't like it at first. Uh, the combat is bleh. Still is kind of bleh. Yeah. But it's growing on me a little bit, but I know that it's not that good. Right. Just coming off of, like, Shadows of Mordor, where the combat was a lot more fluid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I always just think back to Batman for good combat. But gotcha. Anywho. Which, which Mordor tried to emulate. Right. Um, yeah, so, so... First impressions were not good, and this was coming off of seeing the shitty reviews and being a little bit pissed off that I spent my money on that game when yeah. it was getting shit on pretty good by the all the reviewers. Um, but anyway, as I kept playing it, I started to like it more. I, it did have some frustrating missions already. Uh, Dan watched me play one of them where I needed to sneak through large crowds well, not sneak through, but go through large crowds. You know how you blend in with the crowd. Well, that was one of the big things with this was the number of people that can be on your screen. And there, there's a lot of them. Um, there are some graphical issues because of that. And and they talked about frame that. Rate. Yeah, a lot fra- of frame rate Frame issues. rate drops and also um, clipping. Ooh. I've seen people just going in and out of the ground and, like, it was pretty bad. <laughs> God. Luckily for them, I don't really care too much about graphics. Right. Um, 
So anyway, the, the frustrating mission that I did, you, you're going through the crowd and you have to, to go through it and get to this doorway, but getting through the crowds is kind of a pain in the balls because you get caught on people because there's so many of them and it, ju- it just feels like you should be pushing them out of the way a little bit more easily than you do. I felt like it was that way in the older ones. I thought it was worse than this one. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, like, it was better. It, it wasn't quite the... Oh, even, okay, even, I got even, what you're even when you ran into, like, a group of people, yeah. like, you just shimmy through them a little bit better. Yes, you did better with that in the old ones than you did with this one, for sure. I thought. Um, but, yeah, you had to not get seen by the guards, and there's just these guards all over the place. And it was like a trial and error thing where you had to figure out when the guards were going to move out of your way, and that was really annoying. I probably would have quit at that point. No, you would have hated it. It was the first thing I thought. I was like, Dan would fucking hate this mission, and he would quit already. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, that left a pretty poor taste in my mouth right off the jump. Eric powered through it, though. I did power through it, and I'm glad I did because I'm really actually starting to like the game. I like the main character a lot. He's got this cool relationship with the girl going on, Um. and I had read in some uh, reviews, I don't remember which one it was, that said that they didn't buy the, the relationship between the two of them, but so far I am buying it. I read it wasn't believable. Whatever. I don't know. There's Whatever. all sorts of relationships out of there. I don't know. I... You never know. I don't like that's not a good criticism, I don't think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> yes, so far I like it. I, I, I like the main character a lot. Um, uh, opposed to Black Flag, where I didn't necessarily care about the main character. It was the secondary characters that I liked. Yeah, all yeah. the other pirates. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have enjoyed this main character. Um, when the game isn't dropping frame rate and clipping it looks fucking amazing Mm -hmm. like graphically it's probably the best looking game i've played on ps4 um i'd have to see rise next to it to say if it was the best looking game that i've played on next gen in my opinion but yeah when it's running properly which granted probably isn't all that often it looks really 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 good uh, the only thing is, and I saw this in some other reviews, I noticed that the hair isn't all that great. And it does kind of look like it's a toupee that's not attached all the way. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. At some points. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, graphics aren't a huge deal to me. It doesn't really take me out of it. <laughs> the clipping did. When I saw people going in and out of the ground, I was like, okay, that's... Yeah, that's kind of bad. It's a bit much there. <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of it, at least. Okay. But no, I'm 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 enjoying it. The more I play it, the more I'm liking it. Um, I want to play through it pretty quickly. I probably won't do too awful much of the the side stuff. I usually don't. Uh, Black Flag was the exception, right? Just because of all wow. the naval shit, like that, that was, was amazing. Taking over force was a fucking blast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I do want to play through the story pretty quickly. So I'm hoping to have it beat by next week. But it's really gonna gauntlet with Corey Saturday morning is going to cut into that so yeah. <laughs> I don't know do you think it's a step up or step down for the series so far uh As coming off black of Black flag. flag down yeah I fucking loved Black Flag yeah but it's different you know it's a whole different setting yeah completely different setting doesn't have the naval combat which is a huge draw for Black Flag right and the, and uh, you can't. I don't think you could just keep forcing the naval combat into all the games. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're right. It's not something you want to just shove down people's throats just for the hell of it. Right. Uh, it does still have the uh, rating system for um, the missions, mm-hmm. which I liked from the from the last game. Yeah, so. they let you know what you liked and didn't like. Exactly. Okay. Um, we'll get more into like the Abstergo stuff because that's changed a little bit. Okay. We'll get more into that when we do the the full review next week. What about you, Will? What did you think of it? Did you play it? I didn't even play it okay. yet. 
next week. I, I'll have it played for next week. It's a little but. frustrating week for video games. Yeah, like with all the stuff that's going on with the Master Chief Collection, the last thing I wanted to well, do was go into Assassin's Creed because of and, the re- and, re- and reviews. And be pissed off and frustrated with that, too. Yeah, because I want to like it. Well, what I said to Will, because we were trying to play Halo together, <laughs> and we're, we're trying to get Halo to run, which we'll get into now, but... Trying to get that to run, and then thinking, well, if this doesn't run, I could go play Assassin's Creed Unity that's getting shit on by media. But I'll probably just end up playing Hyrule Warriors on my Wii U, because I know that's going to run, that's and it's going to work. <laughs> and you can leave whatever whatever you have up, yeah. up, trying to get into a Master Chief game, and play your Wii U at the same time. And I just saw, and I texted you guys, I was like, Nintendo are a bunch of geniuses. Yeah. Like, they just keep doing their thing. And at the end of the day, you can probably count on it. Oh, yeah. reliable. <laughs> you know? They don't seem to mess up with that. God. Yeah, like I said, I really want to like Assassin's Creed Unity. That's why I didn't play it after how angry I was with some Halo stuff. Well, yeah. you, you said one of your other friends played it, right? Yeah. He, he likes it? He likes it a lot. He said it got. He said he read the reviews and he was nervous, but he's liking what he's played so far. Did Which he system? like it right from the start? Yeah, yeah, I think so. PS4, by the way. Okay. So, I mean, I, I've played all the Assassin's Creed games. I generally like them. Black Flag was hit and miss. AC3 was horrible. Mm-hmm. I just want to like them. Two yeah. was really good. Yeah, Brotherhood and Revelation was good. I didn't. Two, two, and four were the only ones I played extensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I beat four, and I should have just beat two. I was damn close. Yeah, I want to play Rogue because it has the ship combat and stuff like that. And I like the setting and I like the background story. It yeah. seemed like. Uh, just from things that, that you would hear that that was the better of the two coming out. That's the impression that I was getting. But Maybe since, that's why the reviews aren't out for it yet. Well, they didn't send review copies out. Well, that too. Yeah, they didn't give them. The, which that, makes be, be, me wonder. Because they knew it was better. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess you could look at yeah. it that way too. Wow, that's the positive way. I was looking at it. Yeah, that's not the way we usually like to look at it though, Dan. <laughs> Let's bring it back down to reality here. <laughs> game probably sucks. Yeah, me and Eric thought it was going to be a horrible game because they ju- people just got review copies like hey. yesterday. No, I think they they didn't want to encroach on the w- good reviews for Rogue, um, encroaching on the bad reviews for, for Unity. Unity. Man, I hope I, had it, to guess. I hope that's right. I could, see, yeah, that makes sense too. <clears throat> well, we should talk about the whole the review thing. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we can. Um, so I was excited because I actually worked till midnight the night. Uh, it would have been midnight release for Unity. Yeah. So I was excited because I was going to be up to read the reviews at midnight, and I was looking forward to that. And I got on there, and I was like, oh, shit. And it's like the embargo lifted for that, but nobody got any review copies for Rogue. What was the situation for no, the embargo? Uh, the embargo lasted until noon. The next day. The next yeah. day. That's right. It didn't come up at midnight. The embargo, IGN put an article up at midnight saying, our reviews are coming as soon as possible. Here's why they're not out yet. Yeah. And it was the embargo went till noon the day of release. Yeah. Not even like in the morning before people would go to the store. Yeah. Which to me screams. Horrible. Yeah. yeah screams. Don't buy this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at my with my friends in GameStop, and I said, "Ah, Assassin's Creed sucks." Right away, is what I said. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, I personally, I don't see how you can do that. How you can say the game is is out for the public. You as soon as it's released for the public, that should be the end of an, the embargo date. I agree. I'm sorry, but that's just how it should be. No, I agree. And Corey, I'm not- I, I want to know how Corey feels about it because Corey has a little better of an understanding on how that stuff works. I think. 
Yeah, I think it's terrible. Uh, and Kotaku and a couple other outlets uh, vowed to not wait. Oh, did they? To post their reviews, yeah. Good. I was they wondering said, if anybody did. Yeah, they said we're not going to accept review copies of games wherein the embargo uh, is later than the time the game releases. Yeah, well, I, I, that's you know, ridiculous. Once it's out to the public, once the public can get their hands on the game and play it, that review should not go up any later than that, you know? I, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. And you know what? It's 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 bringing um, the gaming community back together a little bit. So that was that was a good thing, I guess. We they have a common enemy again. Hey, Ubisoft <laughs> seems to be doing a good job with this recently. Of Watch pissing Dogs people off. Another one. Yeah. They took their games off Steam for a bit. Everybody yep. was really upset. Oh yeah, they've angered a lot of people <laughs> lately. So. Well, another part of that is um, they had that like press release or whatever or that quote from one of the lead developers saying how excited they are to release like two of the biggest games of the year one week apart. And when I was thinking about that uh, in tandem with the late embargo for reviews, it kind of made me wonder, like, maybe that was just PR speak to say, like, hey, we've got this other great game coming. Don't worry about the first one. Yeah. I don't know. God, and if, Far Cry. If Far Cry 4 is bad, I'm going to be upset. I don't think it's going to be. I don't either. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, all the Far Cry games have been decent. From I mean, we didn't play from 1 and 2. As far as I know, none of us did, right? No. But they were like they had kind of that cult following, and uh, Far Cry Three was awesome, loved by everyone. Yeah. Whereas Assassin's Creed has a history of being pretty hit or miss. Yeah. So, I think Far Cry Four will be be pretty solid. Yeah. But like I said, I'm liking Assassin's Creed Unity right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, sounds good. Halo. Yeah, let's get into Halo. Master so Chief far. Collection. Will, what do you want to talk about? Because we can't really talk about anything because it won't work. <laughs> Uh, we could talk about how we've played three matches in over two and a half hours of <laughs> Of sitting in lobbies and waiting? Yeah. And laughing about it? <laughs> Watching videos of other people laughing at it? Yeah, there's a funny video on Kotaku of this kid playing Master Chief Collection online, and he goes... <laughs> it's really funny. He gets into this uh, match, and it's, you know, uh, f- supposed to be 5v5, 10-person match. So it splits the teams up 6v4, like, as a glitch. And he cannot stop laughing about how glitchy the game is. And then it puts them on a humongous map and goes to a hundred kill victory. And everybody starts with an assault rifle. <laughs> and he is just like pissing his pants laughing at how bad it is. And the I I'm pretty sure he had been on oh, okay. something. On the legal marijuana in Colorado. Gotcha. Um but man, it, it was a good watch. But anyway. If you get first place, it's first, but instead of the ST, they have the TH. It says once. Once. Not first. Which, how does that get back? How does that slip past somebody? This is, like, what a fuck up this is for Microsoft, because <laughs> we talked about, like, they had the holiday season by the balls, and by they probably the still do, only because Sony has nothing coming out. Right. But they have it by the balls with the Halo Master Chief Collection, which is, like, the best thing you could ever put out. Really. You know what I mean? Yeah. In one package, that is the best thing you could ever put out. And then they also choose, for their big marketing campaign and bundle, Assassin's Creed Unity, which has got shit on pretty well so far. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's their big Black Friday thing is the Assassin's Creed bundle. Yeah, all their bundles. Yep. And as it turns out, Sunset Overdrive is probably the best one. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. unless you want the Call of Duty one. But their big marketing has been Assassin's Creed <laughs> and Halo Master Chief Collection, right? Yeah. Assassin's Creed, meh. Average. Halo doesn't even fucking work. Yeah. And it's like, you got to imagine most of the people that bought that have probably already played through the campaigns. Yeah. I don't think they're like me where they only played multiplayer. I'm sure there are people, but... They're Halo fans. Right. They probably want to play those multiplayer maps again and just relive all that. Like like I did in those three times we were able to fucking play was fantastic. Like when we played Lockout this afternoon, SWAT on Lockout, uh, Halo 2 graphics and everything, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was fun. A blast. Yeah. It's fun whenever you can play. Right? Yeah. But the problem is you're sitting in a lobby and it's just you're waiting. God, we waited for... 20 minutes at yeah. a time, and it's just... And that was supposedly post-patched. Didn't they have a patch early today? There was... Oh, a did server, I think it was a server-side patch oh. that was supposed to improve matchmaking times yeah. earlier today, b- well, like before. Didn't it work. didn't. Right. <laughs> I think we... I searched for a Halo 2 anniversary game with the two of us, and it probably went 10 minutes and we didn't get into a game, so we backed out. And the problem is, is when you back out or when the game ends, like, you're, there's no guarantee your party is staying together. Yeah, the party thing works like shit. Yeah, like, I can't even join Eric's game ever. How d- He had to kill the app, what, four times probably? Four or five, To yeah. rejoin my group. Like, you press X to look at your uh, friends online that are playing, and they don't show up. It says you have no friends playing this, but I know I have four or five that or are. Or said he was playing the campaign, which he clearly wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, I went to join one of my friend's sessions, like, uh, just to go to the main menu with him to be in a party, and it, it put me in the middle of a game... That he wasn't playing. So, like... <laughs> like, why? I We both said, how, like, how don't does that release it. Yeah. yeah. Push it back. And I guess people said, because on Reddit, like, I think there was somebody who uh, got all the, the bugs and glitches that are in it, and it was, like, over 40 of them that have been known. And people in the comments were saying, like, they were at PAX and Gamescom, and they said, like... They couldn't even get the game working right for people to play it, and really? like there'd be hour long wait times for them trying to fix the game. So like that, it's a miracle that it's even like running right now, and they released it. And I say like wait until December to fix more stuff. Like I wouldn't care. Wait, it'd take another and few months. I don't care. This affects that Halo Channel thing they they put out too, because a lot a big part of that was the Twitch integration. Yeah, with watching uh, like professional Halo players play, and it would show you here are the like top Halo streamers. Um, you can actually go on the Halo channel and pick what game type you want to watch played. But you can't watch anything right now. Right. And it, it just sucks because, like, this is such a good package and, like, it's such a great deal. You're basically getting a ha- uh, every Halo game for $15 each. Yeah. Yeah. For four Halo games. And I think all the games, like, I know the big thing that they wanted to do was make Halo 2 look like, like a brand new Xbox One game. But I think yeah. all the games got touched up graphically. Like, yeah. the Combat Evolved looks a lot better. Uh, Halo 3 looks a lot better, I think. And then, like, Halo 4 looks looked good to begin with, so they didn't really have to do anything with that. Like, everything looks good. Yeah. Well, it's run, also running at 60 frames per second. Yeah. Which I noticed the first thing, first game I got into, I noticed right away how, how smooth. smooth it was. Yeah. And it's like, uh, this is a game where I'm, like, reliving my probably the my favorite part of my life. Yeah. Playing Halo in Jared's basement. Yeah. Like, and they've just totally fucked it up so far and i mean when you guys were talking about that the first thing i said was we have to give credit to bungie and destiny 
Yeah. Because yeah. there was none of that. No. I got dropped. Minor. I got dropped once from the servers. I think I got dropped twice. Um, Same. But ever, yeah. other than that, it worked perfectly from the very minute I booted it up. You know, yeah. I, I had the occasionally I would get booted out, but I'm I'm not always sure that that's not my internet. You right. Know, being shitty. Um, but yeah, yeah, you got we got to give credit to Destiny for being an online only game and working from launch. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's hard to even get into a campaign lobby sometimes with people. Because it doesn't even say they're online. And the biggest disappointment for me was that me and my friends weren't aware. We had four people ready to do the campaign. But Halo Combat Evolved, which is the first one, and Halo 2, you cannot do four-player online co-op. And I don't even know for, like, even, like, Halo 2 why they couldn't do four-player online co-op. I know it wasn't in the base game, but did they not think, like, they groups of people would want to play through the campaigns together? So, like, now, like, me and my friends couldn't even all play the campaigns together, and we had to, like, divide who we're going to play with through the first two not campaigns. Not to mention, it was a pain in your balls to even get four people in the same group. Yeah, it's, like, that was, like, the biggest shot to me. And I was like, well, because we were all going to play through the campaign on Legendary, but, like, now... Me and Eric are struggling mightily to make it through. (laughs) Hopefully you can get it to work, huh? Yeah. This is the other thing. We tried to stream it on Twitch. Will and I starting a legendary campaign today. And I don't know if this is the game's fault or whose fault this is. It was the damnedest thing because I was running the stream uh, and I was the party leader. And it was running perfectly for me. But for Will, it was choppy as hell. Yeah, like, I would move, and I'd take my hand off the move thing, and the move stick, and I would still move forward for another second or two, or whatever direction I was moving in. And, like, I couldn't shoot because, like, the enemies were, like, lagging, so basically I was just standing back with so Eric could spawn. So Eric had to do all the fighting on Legendary by himself, and that's not easy. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm bad at it. Yeah. And we're not claiming to be great Halo players either. So I'm far better at online than I am single. It's just like Destiny. Yeah. I suck at the single player for yeah. some reason. So we're just trudging through it. <laughs> it had a, in all honesty, had a very miserable experience with Master Chief Collection so far. Yeah, and which it, is very disappointing. It's, yeah, that's not. It's unfortunate. And the thing I said is that it's lucky that I love Halo so much because if this was like, for example, like Assassin's Creed, like I would never. Even I would trade it in right now. Or if this had been Destiny, can you imagine oh. the shitstorm that would it would be going through right now? Yeah, can be, you imagine? Yeah, it's Halo, so it, it's kind of getting. It's already got the street cred. Yeah, so it's like it'll get it'll be better. But like, if this was another game that I, if this was Call of Duty, like I would never ever 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 buy a Call of Duty again. Yeah, I just want it to work because because <sighs> when it has worked for those three games, it's been fantastic. And I tell you what, the Halo Two anniversary maps and stuff. Oh, so good. I bet. Looks unbelievable. I got in such a nice groove playing on Lockout SWAT. Oh, baby. It felt nice. Yeah. We whooped those guys so bad. Yeah. It, it, it's great when it great works, when it it's works great. but it's so infrequent. Well, hopefully by next week we, you can have some yeah, experiences to I, share. Who knows? I'm hoping to have a better, uh, more positive talk about Master Chief Collection next week. Because yeah. I was thinking, like, from our category for biggest disappointments. <laughs> Jake I, in the chat just said most disappointing game of the year, question mark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I was thinking, like, oh, my God, right now Halo is my most disappointing. And I was like, I do not want to give it See, that. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's not a, necessarily a new game, I don't know if I would consider it for mine. We ha- we, we're going to have to define some of the terms yeah. for, for re-releases I, specifically. I came up with a thought, actually. 
on the way here. I meant to bring it up before we recorded, but I forgot. We should just have a category best re-release slash remastered. Oh, yeah. That's probably a good it's idea. Not a bad idea. Because, like, I'll, I'm going to play Valkyria Chronicles, yeah, and I know I'm going to love it. A game that's four years old or whatever, five years old. Yeah, so the best re-release slash remaster okay. what I thought for have a category. Have its own, own category. Yeah, because th- we're going to be getting re-releases and remasters, I think, for another at least another year. Because the Mass Effect developers put oh, out yeah. a poll, like, what would they want to see if Mass Effect were to get re-released, which is basically saying it's probably coming. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was my thought. All right. Do you have anything else you played, Eric? I think that's it, Dan. All right. Will, what do you got? I have a few things. The big thing that I played is a bird story, but I'll do that last because I know Corey played it. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Call of Duty World at War on the computer. Uh, I found a very nice French server that's very active. Uh, it's called Anarchy High Experience, and what it is is when you get into a game of kill, that game is usually 10 points in the older Call of Duties. That's how it is. But in this one, it's 1,000. So the level cap is 65. It's a high level cap, and it takes a lot of experience. So 1,000 kills, like, when you're level, like, 62, it's, like, three or four kills. And then you level up. So you progress really quickly. So I hit the 10th prestige and the highest level on that through the game. Me and my friends were playing in the server. Everybody was really nice. Uh, It was one of the only active servers on there that wasn't stupid with crouch only or stuff like that. So I've was been playing that pretty much religiously. I think I have over close to forty hours of gameplay wow. on it recently. You dig in the PC controls for the so work the week. I balance between that and the controller. <laughs> oh, you've been using the controller week. too? Yeah, I've tried it. <laughs> I like the Xbox One, so I tried it out. Um, but I, I think I still prefer PC controls over. Okay. But uh, they have a Call of Duty 4 server, too, that I guess is one of the only active Call of Duty 4 servers, and I think I might get Call of Duty 4 and play on that. If If you do. If you're interested. I'm (laughs) really fucking interested. Okay, it's still cheap, and it comes with all the DLCs. How much is it? Uh, 10 bucks? 15, 20. It's worth that. So, yeah. And like I said, the the mods for that, uh, like the moderators and admins for the server are all really nice. I was on during the day, and they were kind of meaner. But this was, like, in, fr- in France, so, like, their time schedule is yeah. way different. But the nighttime mods through the night are all really cool. They dealt with me and my friends being stupid Americans, getting into fights with people. Uh-huh. Uh, I just hope we don't have to relive what happened to us. The last time we tried to re-get into Call of Duty 4. Yeah, last time I got so much negative experience, I needed to be level 1 to play the game. When we got hacked. Yeah. Oh, that's right, I remember that. They're pretty good, uh... If somebody reports somebody who's an aimbot, they spectate the guy immediately and kick him. Or if he has any hacks, they spectate him and see then kick him. I think I saw three or four people. Yeah, right? It's pretty cool. But, yeah, I've played that game so much. It's a lot of fun. It, Like I said, do zombies. So Call of Duty World War is by far my favorite Call of Duty. Nice. So many good memories with that. Uh, the other thing I played a lot of is Fantasy Life. Fantasy Life is one of my favorite games I've played this year, honestly. Oh, I need to get that. It's so awesome. Actually, one of the kings in the game is named King Eric. <laughs> I think of you every time. Do you know that Eric means, like, supreme ruler or something like that? Maybe that's why they called him King Eric. He might have. He's a... I was named after Eric the Red, Red, the Viking. Yeah. Which I love. Different spelling, but... Yeah. Manly. Very manly. Well, I had red hair when I was born. So that's what spurred the... Max had red hair when he was born, yeah. too. Now I've just got some red in my in my little scruff here on my chin. Thank God, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're damn right, thank God, Corey. That was a close one. <laughs> Dodge one there. But uh, I haven't even actually bounced between uh, other lives in the game. Basically what you do is you go to the guild office and you say, hey, I want to switch lives, and you can switch through it with no penalty or anything like that, and you can go back to the life that you started. 
like there's blacksmithing and all that stuff. There's I think there's 12 to 16 lives or something like that. So there's a lot of different things, and I haven't even tried another one. I've only been doing the hunter stuff and uh, going through the main story, but I love it. Yeah, I want to get that You can game. change them anytime you want, right? Yeah, whenever. No penalty, which is awesome. So I got to get that. I highly recommend I hope you like it as much as I do because I love it. I think I will because I'm into those those weird kind of games. I like crafting, it, so that's I would eat that up. Dan, there's like <laughs> tailoring, woodworking, blacksmith. I love that stuff. There's yep. a bunch of stuff. Like I, I choose, chose a hunter, which is just you going out and hunting animals and leveling up that way. So like you don't even have to play any fighting, really. You can nice. just be a crafter for however long you want. And you level up that life through like I'm at Master Hunter right now, so there's like ranks after that, but like that's because you work under a master, so basically I hit the same rank as my master right now. So just so much fun. Like I said, it's one of my favorite games this year. There's uh, it's a lot to do, and it's honestly all just like fetch quest stuff like that. But like, I have no problem doing it. I have yeah. a, I have a blast, and some of the game, like some of the moments in it, is pretty pretty funny. I laugh at some things, and um, actually recently just bought a house too in it, which is cool. Nice. In Port Puerto, so I like that area the most. Yeah, I really want to get that game. Yeah, yeah. Well, think... I'm I'm glad to hear your fantasy life is going so well. <laughs> yeah, better than real life. <laughs> <laughs> making so much money and through that I'm not in real life yeah, <laughs> but yeah blast I m- could be up there for game of the year nice. I have to play all the other stuff that would be in contention right but I have a lot of fun with it so a bird story Corey a bird story it is how how do we how do we want to do this I don't know there's not really too much to talk about with a bird story uh if you're familiar with To the Moon, uh, a bird story is the bridge between To the Moon's first episode and soon to be released next episode. I'm not sure if there's a release date for that yet. No, there isn't, I don't think. I think that's at the end of Bird Story, they said coming sometime, right? Is what it said? Yeah. With the title, right? Yeah, the, the title, title of the game. Too. Um, but I like the idea of that. I like, you know, if, if you know what happens in the first To the Moon game, um, you play as a couple of doctors who are essentially doing an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind kind of thing where they're going into somebody's memories to manipulate them and create thoughts and mem- false memories and stuff. Um, but in a bird story, you're playing, you're essentially playing what is probably going to be their patient in the second game. Will, did you get that vibe that that would be? Yeah, I got that vibe at the very end that that was, uh, that would be the patient. Yeah, and it's called A Bird Story, appropriately, because it's the story of a little boy who befriends a hurt bird. Um, very similar to To the Moon, the gameplay, the, the retro sprite-based uh, kind of SNES RPG feel. Um, but it's re- very short, maybe a little over an hour. Yeah, I beat it in 65, but I didn't like go like mess around as much. No, there's not really much messing around. Oh, yeah. Me and Corey both beat it. Yes, we did both beat it. Well done. Um, I don't know, Will. There's really not much to say. It's, it's, I don't want to spoil it. It's touching. Yeah. Uh, you're right, but it was so short that you, you know, anything would really be a spoiler. Uh, Am I, I did write Kleenex? up a... Say again? Do I need Kleenex? It, I got a little emotional at the end. Not as it, much as To the Moon. It goes from, like, a really sad... <sighs> it ends on an uplifting... No, it goes Ooh, from I sad like to those. heartwarming. I like yeah. I like those. I might tear right up. And I it, would cry too. It was. <laughs> it, I thought it was very touching. I don't know. 
I immediately sat down and wrote a review while listening to the music from the game. Oh, the music. Um, I'll read your review after I play it. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. I kept spoilers out of it. But, yeah, they're, but they're, it, that, that, that game does a couple things really smartly. Uh, one of them is how it transitions from location to location. Yeah. The, the first time you walk from your character's apartment to like the schoolhouse where your character goes to school... Uh, you have to walk across fields and yards and through the hallway of the school and all that stuff. But towards towards the end of the game, you know, you're not having they're not making you do all that again. It's pointless. They get from the action to the action and they do it really cleverly because towards the end of the game you'll walk out of your apartment door right into the classroom and you just sit down at your desk and that begins that. It's just a, a trick um to get you from A to B into the story bits without having to, to do the monotony of traversing, you know, because that's I not like what the that. game's about. I like that. Yeah, because you've already experienced that walk from the apartment to the schoolhouse. Yep. You know, you're not going to get any more out of that unless there's a story event happening during it. So why not just walk? That's that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote in my review, it sort of adds to that surreal, uh, is it a dream or isn't it a, and it, isn't it a dream feel uh, that the, the, I don't even, I feel bad. I don't feel right calling it a game. Will, any opinion on that? Oh. Uh... I mean, it's more more of an. It, I'd say it's more along it, the lines of Gone Home than To right. the Moon was, which is what I put in my review. But I um, actually like the creator of To the Moon, so I like this one way more than Gone Home. It's it an interactive story. It wasn't twenty dollars for the same amount of content that I got in Gone Home. Right. <laughs> it's four dollars and change. Yeah, like and more good, touching good price by far. I was actually reading one of the Steam reviews, and somebody said like. Because I love reading the Steam reviews for the games. Like, one person gave it a 10 out of 10. He had zero hours played. And he said, I just love birds, <laughs> was one of them. But the one that kind of stood out to me was a guy saying, like, when he was a kid, like, he had a really bad asthma and anxiety and stuff like that. So his mom went to the store and bought him a pet bird and said, like, yeah, this will help you, you know, if you ever start feeling better, like, give it a name. Like, give it a name now. And he started to feel better, but the bird ended up dying. And he said he never got a chance to give it a name. And he's like, I don't know if this was, like, a guardian angel type thing, but, like, I, this isn't freaking fair is how he worded it because he played the game and it ties in with the bird, everything like that. I'm like, I can't imagine being that guy and then playing this game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, lo- I really loved it, though. Sure, yeah, it's uh, it's soul food is what it is. I mean, it feeds feeds your soul. I'm trying not to think of the ending of To the Moon because I'm going to get – sad it's a fucking amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna get teared up just thinking about it just because you're absolutely right as i said i watched a video on youtube of a guy playing it and he was just reading it and then he just voice cracked and he started bawling i wept at the end i'm not i'm not oh so did i i'm not holding the holding that back i wept and you know it was genuine because his voice just went just cracked and he just started going (laughs) i was like i know the feeling so good Another important thing we should note is that there's no dialogue in a bird story. Nothing yeah. to read. Yeah, there isn't. Which is, you know, coming from, you know, my film background, uh, it is what I studied. Uh, that's very respectful because, respectable because, you know, it's always better to show than it is to tell. Yeah. Uh, so this game, it does all its, all its themes are uh, conveyed through actions. I like that. Rather than rather than words. Yeah, I was actually kind of worried when I heard that, but playing it, I was like, this is really well done with that. I'll go home and tear up tonight. Don't think I won't do it. It really is. I Like I said, I'd be in 65 minutes. All you need to do is sit down and just go. i got to work at 7, but I'll be damned if that's going to hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
Nice. Eric, breaking news. Uh, in the chat. Dragon Age Inquisition is now available for EA Access. Oh, yeah. So you can play that now. No, I canceled it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, did you? Time to sign up again. Wait. Is that the new game? Yeah. Yeah, the the EA Early Access on Xbox. Oh, the early demo that they always put out. Yeah, how many? How many? Six hours. Six hours. That's yeah, not bad. you get six hours of game time. I, you know what though, Jake, I, I'm getting it for PS4, and I don't want to start it and then start again. Yeah, on Xbox, and then I have to restart it because I just won't do it. Yeah, that's so. that's kind of what made me not like Destiny at first. Was having like playing the alpha and the beta. Well, Destiny's such a grind anyway. You're going to be repeating it. True. <laughs> you that's, know? that's true. Dragon Age. I because the the one thing that really got me to buy Dragon Age that I didn't know was part of it. If you haven't played the first two, which I really didn't much, um, the first half hour, I guess, you can go back and make the important decisions from the first two games. Which and, is good. And Perfect. like kind of relive the story, and it goes right into the new game. Didn't which know is that. Great. Yeah. So I don't want to do that twice. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so but anyway, a, Bird, a Bird story, story recommended. Uh, I know you guys will play it. I don't need to recommend it to you guys. Yeah, but I'll fucking play it tonight. It's so for four dollars and change, uh, or five dollars, whatever the the full price is. Uh, it's worth it. If you haven't played To the Moon, too, do that. Give the your... music's just as good in this one. Okay. Give yourself four hours. Get yourself a bottle of clean, or uh, not a bottle, probably a box of Kleenex, maybe a bottle of wine. Just sit back and take it in. Yeah. Really, if you don't cry at the end of To the Moon, I'm convinced you don't have a heart. Yeah. You're just you're just dust on the inside. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Will. Oh, I was just gonna. I, there's a hockey thing that I want gotcha. to say. I uh, Corey, did you? What What else did you play? Uh, yeah, I'll just talk about these two briefly, and then I'm I'm gonna. I got a punt. Okay, sounds um, good. I got a I got a bedtime. Uh huh. <laughs> but anyway, I played more theater rhythm curtain call. Still trying to figure out what I need to do to beat that game. Uh, I've got a good amount of hours in it, but I start playing this mode called versus mode. Um, and what that is, is it's like a tournament mode and you can play against other people, but there's also like an AI tournament mode. Um, and that gets really funky because not only are you playing the rhythm game that theater rhythm is, but it also throws these like curveballs at you where it will speed up the, the, the way the, the speed up the cursors as they come at you. Uh, there's all different sorts of effects. Like there's one that like stretches it out like a rubber band and then throws it at you really quick. Uh, there's one that hides what the icon is until right before it gets to where you have to press it. Um, it gets really funky, and it does it in the three different difficulty modes. So ultimately, in order to beat that, I will have to play ultimate mode of every song in addition to all those effects being thrown at me, which I Dang. can see being very difficult. Um Considering I'm unable to beat, I'm only unable to beat versus mode against the AI on medium difficulty. Um, I've gotten to the last match in Lost, which is frustrating because you have to go all the way back to the start. Uh, so that's probably going to take me a while. I find it hard to believe that people have beaten that game in 11 hours through that. I'm still thinking it's quest mode, uh, but I haven't gotten through all the quests yet. So okay. We'll see what happens. I still really love that game, and it, again, it's a great way to uh, unwind at the end of a long day. Uh-huh. Uh, the other game I played and I beat it uh, was Wolf Among Us. Hey, nice. Got through Wolf Among Us. I will say right away, uh, I mean, you got to 
kind of compare it to Telltale's The Walking Dead. I do like The Walking Dead more. Um, but there's... Wolf Among Us is really good at not making it quite so black and white. Um, oh, it's a little more shades of gray. More shades of gray. And Walking Dead does that too, but I feel like in Wolf Among Us, is it's not even like black, white, and gray. It's just like all gray, you know? Kind of like The Witcher. Um, yeah, kind of like The Witcher. It's just there's just so many ways to go about things and you know you never know which one is the right one or which one's good or i don't, I don't know maybe it's just because walking dead is about that like good versus evil and what it takes to survive and that kind of stuff is it the type of situation where no matter what decision you make you still feel like you made the wrong one yeah i definitely had that uh feeling a lot of times but i mean you're playing a detective trying to solve a case uh in fable town so I don't know. It, it does come together really well at the end. You, there's like a little mini trial and, you know, all your actions throughout the game come to fruition. Uh, people start throwing things in your face you never thought would have any influence in the game. Um, come to find out, they do. But no, I, I was pretty happy with how it ended for my character. Uh, and it does end on one of those notes where you're asking yourself a lot of questions Ooh, uh, I like that. at the end of it. Yeah, I always enjoy that too. Um and I, I I don't know if it's one of the, I don't know if it, there is a right answer to how the game ends or uh, you know is it is it the Inception ending where they kind of just want you to think about it and talk about it or is it you know season two will clear it up and we'll know I don't know. Um, Do you want yeah, a season two? I, I don't know. Like I, as much as I like The Walking Dead. And as much as I liked Wolf Among Us, I don't know how many of that type of game I want in my life yeah, at any given time. I can see and that. with the Borderlands one coming out and with the Game of Thrones one coming out, like, I don't know. It's such a different kind of game. Um, and I do like it for what it is, but it's not. I don't want to be playing like five different versions of yeah. this kind of game. I understand that. <clears throat> um. I don't know. I kind of like the novelty of it. I'll probably stick with the Walking Dead one. I probably won't play a second Wolf Among Us season. Um, that just came out for PS4, and um, I was hoping that I would have it because I have it for PS3. No such luck. Oh, dang yeah. it. So Hopefully they change that. I doubt it. That's why I'm afraid to buy digital on, on console. Usually they're really good about that stuff. They are, and it's getting better, yeah. which is good. But great game, a lot of fun. <clears throat> okay. Recommended. Nice. That's one I'll get to at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. It's uh I mean I don't know how long it took me, maybe seven hours, eight hours. Gotcha. Something like that. But five parts or four parts? Five. Five this parts. Five. I think the Game of Thrones one is gonna be six parts. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's also aren't they talking about that coming out relatively soon? Yeah, I saw something about it today. I think or yeah. yesterday, maybe. That'll be fun. <laughs> probably just play the Walking Dead one. I'll probably play at least the first season of the Borderlands one, or maybe they're only going to do one season. I don't know. Yeah, but okay. All right, guys, I gotta I gotta roll out. Okay. Um, Text I'll us. send you. I'll send you the question of the week. Okay. Perfect. Um, but other than that, I think I'm good. Right. Yeah. All right. Peace out. See you, Corey. Later, guys. All right. Uh, so I played uh, Bayonetta, which I beat. Yeah. The first job, one, man. right? Thank you. The first one, yeah. Um, I was uh, having difficulty with the boss, which is why I didn't have it beaten before last week's episode. 
Uh, but I finally, I went upstairs, I think even after last week's episode and, and sat down and spent like an hour, hour and a half and, and beat the boss. It took me like, I think 18 hours to beat the first Bayonetta. Um, really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, moved on to Bayonetta 2, uh, which is much better than the first Bayonetta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I specifically thought of you, Eric, uh, because the first Bayonetta is extraordinarily difficult. I think the second one is a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but it's because the dodge timing isn't as weird. Okay. And I found myself activating Witch Time a lot easier. Okay. Uh, especially the the first part of the game. I'm starting to die a little bit now because I'm towards the end of the game. Um, but I I did notice it's quite a bit easier. I think that's because you get used to the combat. Should I skip the first one? You probably won't get much out of the first one. I would move on to the second one. Okay. I think it's I think it's better in every way. Um, it's it's almost more responsive even than the than the first one is the combat. How is the how, are the environments better? Oh, they're a little bit better. Yeah, um, still drab. Yeah, I mean the 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 cool thing about this one is. Um, because <clears throat> you know, in the first one, Bayonetta takes on the forces of of heaven, uh, Paradiso, as it's called in in, in Bayonetta. Uh, this one, she she takes on the forces of heaven and hell okay. at the same time because her friend Jean gets kidnapped by. She's supposed to be like kind of allied with the forces of of Inferno, as right. hell is called in that game. Um, but they kidnap her her the soul of her friend, and she has to go seek it seek them out in hell so you spend some time in inferno in the game too which is which is kind of cool um the the city that you kind of start in is, is a lot nicer looking than than i don't even remember what the vigil mm-hmm. or something was the city in the last game vigrid okay something like that um, but yeah they they are slightly more varied um <clears throat> i think combat's a little a little bit better um I thought the combat was awesome in the first one. Uh, it's better in the second one. Like I said, the the witch time is a little easier to activate, which makes it makes it a lot a lot better for me. <clears throat> I also like that you fight both the forces of light and the forces of darkness. Well, I know you're interested in that stuff, so oh yeah, you probably love love that part of it. Um, I know I do. I got it. So yeah, yeah, I think you'll like it. Uh, as far as combat goes um i one of the things i like about it too is not only the 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 combat good but the the, com- the combat being good but you get to you get your choice of weaponry too like i, I don't think you got far enough in being edited to have different weapons did you in the first one i had two different sets of revolvers that i could pick from mm-hmm. but no yeah and this one well it's the same in the other one but you can mix and match weapons too like you have different f- weapons on your feet and different weapons on your hands oh like uh i ended up for the, for most of the first bayonet, I, I had swords in my hands and then the pistols on, or I think I went shotguns on my feet. Uh, but in this one, I went swords on my hands and feet, and it's super fast with, with my attacking. Oh, nice. So uh, I was just in, in an epic battle with a Lumen Sage, who is kind of the, the Umber Witches are kind of the darkness of the human you know the the human side of things uh, and then the Lumen Sages are the light side of that. And I was just in a battle with one of the Lumen Sages. <clears throat> Are there like um, stats on the weapons for speed and things like that, or do you just notice that they're? Faster? You you just notice okay. like one of the the I got like a big sickle thing, yeah. and that's really powerful but really slow. slow. You know, and thinking back to playing Bayonetta, like all the angelic weapons when uh-huh. you would pick those up were kind of like that. Yeah, super um, big and powerful, but yep. super slow. To yeah, so you got to you know you got to be careful. And yeah. like another thing with that is when when you're attacking. 
you know, you have to finish your attack a lot of times before you dodge, so you leave yourself vulnerable when you mm-hmm. have those powerful attacks. I generally prefer the quicker stuff, um, especially, like I said, when I was fighting that Lumen Sage. It was just, you know, I was, like, I was really tense during that, that combat, and, and that's one of the things I like about, about Bayonetta. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think Bayonetta 2 is better uh, in every way than the first one. Um, <clears throat> I'm really digging it so far. I'm pretty close to the end, too. Uh, if I had to guess, I'll probably have it beaten tomorrow. If I had to, if I had to guess, I, it's not as Dang. long as the first one. Dang, Dan! So, how how many hours would you say? I'm probably about ten hours into it. I think it's supposed to be about twelve. So. I see, I oh, I, yeah. I want to beat it so that I can trade it in. Yeah, but I'm nervous that I'm just going to trade it in. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You should at least try the second one. Yeah, because yeah. I do think you would like it better. Um, it's it, it like I said, the the witch time is is much easier to activate. Yeah. I'll try it uh, which, out. Which makes it makes it better. God, I just have so many fucking games right now. Yeah. Shit. And see, I you know, I play my Wii U, well, at night before I go to bed, but also uh, during the day because I, I can just play on the gamepad. And I'm it, <coughs> the other thing is I know I'm going to like Hyrule Warriors more than I like oh, Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I don't even want to get started with that right now. That was a huge time sink for me. Yeah, because uh, I won't even go back to Bayonetta if I do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, so far, so far, I'm digging it. That's um, good. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to trade it in. I think I'm going to try it and, and do all the collectibles and stuff and Bayonetta too. Now, the review scores. Mm-hmm. Do you think it deserved the nines and the tens? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not it's not even my like type of game, um, but I absolutely love. It. I probably wouldn't give it a ten just because, like I said, it's not my type of game. Um, I think Polygon's review, uh, giving it a seven point five, is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, because, because, because she was, uh, sexual. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> Is that re- why they, yeah, that's why they, I would say knocked at least a full point off, maybe a point and a half. Yeah. Um, which I think is ridiculous. This is the 24, it's 2014. It's not, uh, 1920, you know, <laughs> women can wear more than cardigan sweaters and long dresses. Polygon. I don't know what they were, what, what, what. I don't know. It's what stupid. their angle is. Yeah, it's do stupid. They, do they dock games for having sexy males? As I don't think so. It's one of the key things Will looks for when he buys a game. If Bayonetta's protagonist was a sexy guy, <laughs> you'd, you'd have it beat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He'd have something else beat too. <laughs> His wiener. <laughs> oh boy, that devolved, didn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, really like Bayonetta. It's it's really good. I'm 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 gonna keep it. I'm gonna try to unlock all the stuff. Good. Uh, I want to get the weapons. I want to get better at the combat because I'm still not great at it, but I do have a better feel for it. While we're on Wii U topic, yeah. this is off topic, okay. but uh, Super Mario Galaxy is that on the the eShop? I don't think so. It's a Wii game. You could probably find it on Amazon for like does twenty it, bucks. Does the Wii U play Wii games? Yeah, it plays oh, Wii okay. and GameCube games. Really? Wow. Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, it's been that way since it came Interesting. out. Interesting. I th- <laughs> I didn't even know it did Wii until recently. <laughs> recently. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast tonight, and they were all talking about how great Super Mario Galaxy was. Apparently, oh. that's a lot of people's favorite Mario game. I have never played you it. You guys, we, I don't know why you haven't I played it. I think we have we have either Galaxy or Galaxy 2 I think you have floating the f- around. first one, because I think your wife p- bought the first one. Yeah, she did. Because I think you, I told if her. Find that, it, if I find it, know. you know, it's floating around. I haven't I haven't seen it. But, it's I mean, it's probably on Amazon for, for 20 bucks yeah, or 25 actually, It could still be 40 
It might still be a lot. Nintendo. Stuff, it is Nintendo. Nintendo it's probably sixty. Nintendo Twilight stuff holds its value. Twilight Princess is like thirty, twenty-five, thirty still, and that yeah, came out when the, the console version. first came out. So. For the Wii version, yeah. I could oh, Super Mario Galaxy. I do not recommend a game more than that. Is that your favorite one? But of the Mario like 3D games, yeah, probably. I just it, it didn't that didn't great. that win IGN's uh, best game of all time so far? It Did might. It? Both of them have like 95s on Metacritic. Yeah, I think it, I think it was uh, IGN's best game of all time or top 100 games of all time. I think it was it's, number one. It's Twenty yeah. bu- twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Jeez, you'll be able to just buy it. It's one I've always wanted to play. Yeah, one and two. Fantastic. Nice one to have on the shelf. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so you never know when you want to fire up a Mario game. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the the new Super Mario Brothers ones as much as as the three D ones. Yeah, but um, and then the only other thing I played was the Crew beta on console. Ooh, PS4. Uh, I set out specifically this time to acquire the Ford Focus. That's the car that I would want, and uh, you can buy it, like, right off the bat. Oh. Uh, so I, I I probably played two, maybe three hours of it. Uh, after me and Eric got done playing Guild Wars, uh, I played the, the crew for a little while. Um, I mean, I like it. I'm not going to buy it right away. I'll probably hold off and get it on sale at some point. Uh, but really, like, the car that I would want in that game is a car that you can buy right at the beginning of the game. So... You know that kind of takes away any uh, what you wanted. To yeah, like that. Like, yeah, like that golden. You know, like like that car that you're aiming for. The like carrot. that. That's yeah, exactly the carrot on the stick. Um, that's the car that I wanted, and I bought it within an hour and a half, probably <laughs> yeah. playing the game. Um, I don't like the steering all that much. It's a little bit too floaty for me. I want something a little more tighter. Uh, steering wise, but I did read on Reddit that there was people that had like fixes for it by uh-huh. by changing some of the control settings. So I didn't get the chance to try that, um, but that should make it a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll probably get it at some point. Not, it's coming out in December. Uh, I won't get, yeah, something like that. It's early December. I won't get it right away. I'll get it at a later date. Hmm. Maybe now, maybe maybe in the spring or, or next summer when there's not a lot of games coming out, I'll, I'll get it. Now is the Toyota Yaris in the game? No, I don't think. Last time I checked, there was not a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Rav Four? No Rav Fours either. That was the one reason I wanted to get it. The well, the Focus that's in it is the the Sport Focus, the ST, okay. the Turbo, the Turbo Focus. The night, so. the real, the ni- nice one. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a more upscale Sport model okay. of the Focus. There's no sport model for a Yaris, Dan? I don't think so. <laughs> what are you saying? It's not sporty. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I want to pimp out a Yaris. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, it was cool. I, I painted it green and put some new body parts on it and made it look all nice and stuff. Sweet rims. More uh, fat I rims. Fat rims, yeah. Definitely fat rims. Fat rims. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think they probably could have done more with the crew. But. Yeah, these racing games aren't really living up to it. Forza, well, Horizon. Forza Horizon Two reviewed well. Yep, I I wish I that's one of the ones I'm jealous about too, Eric. Man, PC release. Ubisoft isn't doing so hot with their games. No, they've been they've been they better sc- hope screwing the pooch. The Far Cry Four doesn't shit the bed on them. Yeah, if it wasn't for uh, Child of Light, I'd be really hating on it. I I enjoyed Child of Light so I much did that too. it's yeah. it's resurrected Ubisoft a little bit in my eyes. See, I like that in Valiant Hearts. So I didn't I didn't finish Valiant Hearts. I didn't like Valiant I know Hearts you, all that much. Yeah, 
but see, um, this war of mine, I think, is what I wanted Valiant Hearts to be. Gotcha. Check it out one. I will. I will. I'll try and remember. That's yeah. the key. All right, are we ready to get in feedback? Might as well, huh, Dan? Yeah. Yep. Uh. You got there. Corey's got the uh, keyboard cat playing us out. Oh, nice. I like it. <laughs> he always does that. Playing us out already. Yeah. All right. We'll do We'll do the question of the week first. How's that sound? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the question of the week was Call of Duty 42. What's the subtitle? Yes. Uh, so the first one, Call of Duty 42. You'll buy it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Ryan in Michigan. That's he, my, he, that was my favorite one. <laughs> he, he wanted me to read it in the Trey Parker voice, so I tried to do my best Trey Parker impression. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> and he's right. Oh, yeah. He's right. You'll buy it. He mailed it. Uh, Chris in New York says Call of Duty 42, Overkill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Val in New York says Call of Duty 42 Now your grandchildren can duty too, bro <laughs> uh, Polyop Design on Twitter says Call of Duty 42 Still no vehicles <laughs> World at War was the only one that had them and Now they haven't been back <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the one of the benefits of, of Battlefield Yeah In my eyes was, was the vehicles I, I like the vehicles Yeah, yeah stuff's great I think with the Call of Duty crowd though They'll just complain if they put in vehicles oh, Like, yeah. oh, you're in, the, you're in the tank the whole time Yeah That's what happens in World at War So that's just gotcha. what would happen uh, And then Idaho Jake, Call of Duty 2, 42 Invasion of Mars I like it. Going going to Mars. I could get into that. Uh, what 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 do you guys think? We didn't get Corey's answer. I couldn't answer. think of anything clever. I really couldn't. I liked Ryan's answer the best. Yeah, <laughs> you buy it, fuck you. I think that's pretty much what they go for. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I I was going. I said that I was going to think about it a lot, but I forgot. So the only thing I came up with was modern, more modern warfare. Mm-hmm. More modern. War, yeah. I'm going with uh, Call of Duty 42 Ancient Warfare. <laughs> Throwing it back to... I, I, I immediately thought... Did you mean ancient gameplay there? or Ancient uh, ancient times. Okay, I thought you were going but, for ancient shitty Call of Duty. Well, as I, th- as I thought more about it, I'm like, Call of Duty 42. Okay, so what call, are we on Call of Duty 10 right now? Yeah. Or something like that. So, right, we're, nice. so we're looking at 32 years from now, we'll have Call of Duty 42. Unless they start releasing two a year. I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past them either. Um, so, I, I'm I'm thinking that maybe the apocalypse will happen before then. So we'll be back to like Atari graphics. That's that's kind of where my thought process okay. started going after Ancient Warfare. But but my initial Ancient Warfare thing was Ancient Egypt. I don't know why I thought Ancient Egypt, but I thought of Dan Carlin his episode. Uh, what would it be like to fight an elephant in hand to hand combat? I was like, huh. That would make for a great Call of Duty game. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I guess we'll find out in Far Cry, right? Yep. Thirty. Oh, that's true. There's. L- oh, dang it. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna make it my goal when I finally get Far Cry Four to kill an elephant with a hand-to-hand weapon. All right. <laughs> Climb its back. Stab I, don't, it. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. Man. I'll I'll try and record it too. Yeah. You can hunt elephants. Video clip. Yeah. So. 
Uh, moving on, Twitter feedback. Uh, we asked what people would want to see in a re-release of Mass, the Mass Effect trilogy. Uh, Idaho Jake said, I would like a $60 package and some a- amazing graphics so I can finally play through it. Uh, definitely 60 I You can't go more than $60. Um, no. If, if the Master Chief Collection with four games and all the multiplayer stuff can release for 60 although it doesn't work, uh, it'll work at some point. I'm assuming they meant for it to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't go any more than $60 for a release, even though it's three three games, three long games, three good games. Um, yeah, it can't be more than 60 bucks. I'm uh, with him on that because yeah. I, I would buy that. I would, I'd definitely would. I'd buy it again. I have all the games on my computer, Yeah. Um, but I would buy it again. <clears throat> yeah, even if the graphics were just updated, I'd be fine with that. I don't want a whole slew of changes. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, Billy Sastart on Twitter says, I would like a proper ending to finish the series where your choices <laughs> do actually count for something. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, when I, pl- I played the first Mass Effect eight ten times played the second mass effect probably eight or ten times all with different choices and stuff um which ended up not really mattering that much as you got towards later in the game color of explosion doesn't matter to you guys yeah i know i was i was disappointed i know Corey liked the ending i didn't care for the ending of mass effect 3 i only played through it once which is saying a lot after i played through the first and second one so many times um but i'm over it now i was sour about it before (laughs) real sour about it you almost i remember you saying you almost canceled your star wars old republic i did oh yeah did you do it because of that no i did i was gonna do it anyway okay (laughs) you were gonna write them saying that you canceled i did republic because i did i did i wrote that in my cancellation notice that was a reason why okay (laughs) okay i love that because I dislike the Mass Effect 3 ending so much, that's why I'm canceling my old Republic subscription. <laughs> I figured it would go free to play at some point anyway. So, so you were just waiting. Yep. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you want to see in a Mass Effect re-release? I, basically, just what Jake you, said. I mean, I just just the three games. I'm good with that. Sixty bucks, all the know? DLC. Yeah. Yeah. The standard affair. Yeah, just like updated graphics for the first one, especially like yeah. three. Two and three will probably look all right regardless, even if they didn't touch it up. But one looks a little a little older. A little dated. I know a lot of people said that they wouldn't buy it if Mass Effect 1's gameplay wasn't updated to how two and three is. But like Two and three are vastly different than the first one. But that's the allure of the first one yeah. is it's different. So like I don't if you're not going to buy it because you want the newer gameplay. Like, I probably wouldn't buy it if they changed it. Like why would I? I don't see why they would. I would still buy it. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would still buy it too if they change it, but I don't see why they should. Yeah, they shouldn't. No, leave it as is. Just update the graphics. And yeah, it'd be perfect. Okay. Uh, feedback from Facebook from Idaho Jake says, "Okay, here we go for a review that I never thought I would write, but here it goes. I actually like the multiplayer in Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. I haven't tried the campaign, but I have heard it's good." From my experience, it is hard for people to camp now because you have to double jump and people can come from anywhere, not just one or two places. I don't like how long it takes uh, for a grenade to go if it is about six more seconds after you throw it. So, hint, cook the damn thing for about three seconds before throwing. I also don't like how you have to control the turret when you get it. It should be auto, not manual, but I do like if someone gets a helicopter perk, you can join and become their gunman digitally. I do like the exo watches and the short time abilities. Uh, they give you like run faster or shield. All in all, I had fun, and yes, I lift, bro. 
<laughs> I convinced my wife to let me get Dragon Age Inquisition, so next week is going to be a good weekend. Game Informer gave it a 9, and IGN gave it an 8.8, .8, and the only negative they had to say was weak plot, but everything else was great. I played SteamWorld Dig, and it is a fun game, and The Binding of Isaac. Uh, it is a weird-ass game. You fight piles of poop, <laughs> and you get some weird perks. I suggest <laughs> everyone play both games. Now for question of the week, which I think I... Yep, Call of Duty 42 Invasion of Mars. So thanks for that, Jake. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, that you enjoyed it. You know, I want people to enjoy it if they get it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't want you to waste 60 bucks and hate it. I think no. he, play, he borrowed it from a friend or played it at a friend's house. Oh, if you did that, even better. Maybe. Yeah, good. Um, and also exciting that you're getting Dragon Age this week. I can't wait for Dragon Age. I was so glad when the reviews came out both early and, and they were fantastic. really good. Um, I don't always judge uh, whether or not I purchase a game on on reviews, but it is nice to have it be universally well yeah. well reviewed. That probably means it's a good game. Yeah. Uh, Did Polygon generally. have anything to say? I don't know. They I gave it like a nine point five. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Well, read so up don't expect that. any scantily clad women. I, right. I specifically checked them first because I was curious. Yeah, Ooh. I saw. I think Joystick gave it like four and a half. Uh, Destructoid. Did they give it a nine or eight, yeah. eight and a half? Eight and a half, I think. Yeah. <coughs> so it's nice to see that it's it's generally being well reviewed because I've been looking forward for forward to it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, we haven't had a game like that in a while. No, you a know? good lengthy RPG to really sink something your teeth that into. Dan likes. Oh, something I love. <laughs> it's That's straight my up type Dan Zaley. <laughs> I'm excited to play it. As I, when I was in GameStop, I was watching some gameplay and it just looked so much fun. Oh, yeah. That's good. Big open world. Uh, supposedly the combat you can uh, do the more actiony combat or pull it back into the more strategic combat. So are we thinking uh, separate episodes for Far Cry and Dragon Age? Pro well, yeah, I'm, I don't want to do a review episode on Dragon Age for maybe for even two weeks. Okay, uh, just because of how how long of a game it is. We might do like because I thought we could probably well we should probably do a Smash Brothers one relatively soon. Um, well, we'll probably do. What next we, week? Next week we do we, Far Cry, then Smash then Brothers, Smash, then Dragon then Age. Dragon Age. Yeah. That should give us enough time with Dragon Age to be yeah. able to, you know, confidently review it. Um, okay, because it's such a long game. I think the joystick reviewer said that they had beaten it and done a lot of the side stuff, not all the side stuff, in about seventy hours. Dear God! So I'm guessing you're looking at thirty, thirty-five hours for like story. The main story. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, that's just a, a guesstimate, so I don't know. Cool. Yeah. I have next week's question of the week Let's here. Let's hear it. Uh, usually read by Corey, but right. since he left, he sent it to us. Um, Master Chief is getting married, and you are the best man. <laughs> what do you plan for the bachelor party? <laughs> oh, that's good. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's a juicy one this week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Scandalous. Yeah. Okay. Better uh, be Polygon approved. Better be Polygon approved. Uh, any other thoughts? I think I'm all set. Yeah, man. I've got nothing. Okay. Uh, next week's episode will be a Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed Unity Master Chief Collection dual episode. Um, Hopefully, ho more positivity. I'm hoping you guys can <laughs> actually get some time in with Master Chief Collection. So, uh, but you know what? If you don't and you can't play it still, we we can shit on it next week. Oh, if we can't play it by next week, there will be some major shitting going on yeah. in, this, in this very studio. Some shit slinging it to, <laughs> at uh, 
poof flinging. Yeah. My, I, I wondered, like, is the only reason why it's this buggy is because they have four games of multi, like, different types of multiplayer? Like, I don't know. It's sad that when a multiplayer game comes out now that I'm expecting it to not work. I don't like that that's the standard either. It's it, not They a good really thing. should have had it figured out by now. I don't know if it's worse than Diablo 3, though. Diablo 3 could be the worst launch I've ever it could be. ever seen. <laughs> I Great think, Francis video. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I wonder if he made one for Halo. He, uh, he, I, I, have, I follow him on YouTube. He hasn't done one yet on that. Should. He should. He should. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that that's... And, well, the thing with Diablo is it didn't need to be online, so... Because it's not now. <laughs> That's so stupid. For a game like I've beaten so many times, I'm surprised I went back to it after that first like week and a half of not playing it. Well, it's fantastic. It is a well done game. Once you get to the game, it's actually really fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So next week, Master Chief Collection, Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, that'll do it for episode 173 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.